Hey, what's good, First Smoke family? We're back again with another episode. This time we got my guys from Stash. A couple of great guys, man. Great company, great brand. They got a lot of great products on the market. Make sure you guys check them out, stashproducts.com. Um, we get into their story and much, much more. Really dope episode. Make sure you guys watch until the end. My man gets real vulnerable, breaks down, has a moment. Um, and, you know, it's always special when somebody does that, opens up, and allows us to see their truths and see what's real with them and, you know, why they're doing what they're doing, why they're connected to this passion and following their purpose through creating products or whatever it is they got going on. We're always lucky to see that, connect with that and watch that. We appreciate you guys watching first and foremost. Um, make sure you hit the like button, make sure you run the comments up and make sure you're subscribed if you already haven't. That really helps out the channel. Also turn on the post notifications so you know when we got a new drop, upload new videos. We got a lot of new content hitting the net all the time now make sure you have it so youtube can let you know when we drop so that you're uh one of the first to be able to watch it shout out to stash um also if you're not on the website fsotd.com we got tiers for you to choose from if you want to support the show if you want to get involved with the community if you want to join the family mm -hmm. go on there and sign up you guys keep the lights going on in the show you keep this show going we keep the content coming to you and uh we keep doing this as uh you know, as a pleasure, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a passion of ours and uh, we're able to serve our purpose to it. But without your support, we're not able to do that anymore. So make sure you get on the website, make sure you sign up. Also support our good friends over at Dr. Dabber, drdabber.com. Go to the sponsors tab at fsotd.com. You'll see the latest code for them. Go pick up an Excess, an Evo, a light, a switch, whatever you want from their lineup. It's all really, really cool stuff. We're really good friends with them and we appreciate them supporting the show. What was one of the coolest things about Stash? They did a test with their grinder side by side with other grinders and then after the fact test results, terpenes, THC, we get into all that. If you're a cultivator nationwide, in store or online, grow generation. Super simple, fsotd.com, go to our sponsors tab and get hooked up. Same thing with nutrients. If you wanna try something different, Drip Hydro. Go to FSOTD.com, hit the link, and get hooked up. Hey, what's good, everybody? We're back with another episode of First Smoke of the Day. It's your boy, Pack in the building here with my co-host, as always, Biggs, the Blackleaf. Over here stashing, dude. Come on, man. We got the boys <laughs> in the building. My guys from Stash. What's good? How you guys doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. Good to have you guys. Yeah, man. Appreciate you having us. It's good to be in California, too. So Absolutely. Yeah. It's, the weather's amazing. Yeah, fall time is like, oh. you know dialed for la it's perfect right you come now. to la in fall and you're gonna be happy yeah there's no sure. humidity out here too oh dude yeah it's nice yeah. It's noon and it's like 73 degrees and breezy with the sun out yeah like, holy shit fucking perfect we're from yeah. the east coast it's like that around noon you're like soaked yeah so yeah. your third shower yeah we're Fish originally out. from the east coast we know all about yeah, that shit. not that tight you gotta park in the garage because if you leave your car outside you're sweating for the first five minutes being driving in the car. yeah yeah, yeah it's leave with a sweater come back in short somehow <laughs> swamp ass there you go. I think it might have been originated yeah. there, man. Yeah, for it sure. Definitely was. It definitely was. We've been uh, using your grinder on the show for a while now. We yeah, got man. them in the cabinet. We pull them out all the time. They're always on the table. 
Yeah, yeah. you guys hooked us up in True. Vegas. That was what earlier this year. It's yeah. crazy February, to think yeah. that. Yeah. It seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it's almost a year. Yeah, twenty twenty three. Fucking been, eight uh, months or something, nine months. February, right? Yeah, February. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's Last why I quit nicotine. Yeah. Oh yeah. No more nicotine. Good shit. Yeah. Good for you, bro. He went straight cold turkey. No blunts, nothing. No, and that's and I'm a blunt guy too. So, but I've been doing raps, you know. But no, I I, I smoked cigarettes for over twenty years, and then I vaped for eight. He had a vape shop, and then yeah, I had a vape shop, but that was a vapor company, uh, and then um. One day, my my son, he didn't like, he like went, like grazed it. And I was like, I looked at my wife and I was like, I'm never touching this shit again. And then I didn't. Well, your son almost smoked it? No, he's just like, it was like, he's a baby, just picking up everything. Yeah. So like, it was just on the couch and it was like the remote controller was there. He was going to reach for one of those three things. And like, in my mind, I was like, nah, I don't want him see me do this growing up. So I, I saw my parents smoking cigarettes. I was like, nah, the whole point of me vaping was to quit the cancer of cigarettes or nicotine, in my personal opinion now. But I'll go back to blunts. I'm just not there yet. I'm just not there yeah, yet. Still need some time. Yeah, so yeah. He, he almost picked up the pack of cigarettes. No, no, my vape. It was like an oh, e-cig. Vape. Yeah, yeah, e-cig. So you quit the vape now, too? Yeah, everything. No Good nicotine. You, bro. No nicotine. Yeah. That's awesome. It's, it's, it feels like uh, in life to make that kind of shift. It's got to be deep rooted. Oh yeah, and it's got to tie to your purpose, and and then you got to like change your identity. Yeah, I'm sober too, so that was um, like from when when I was younger. Um, I mean, I I just don't do like hard drugs, I guess you could say, and stuff like that. So Cali sober. That's yeah. what I say. Okay, so yep. but that's a uh, cigarettes were like my last, or nicotine was like the last thing that I did when I guess I you know used drugs or stuff like that. So that was my thing that was just like. I don't have that anymore. Like people are like, oh, you smoke cigarettes like a, like a cokehead. Well, it's like, well, matter of fact, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's like, man, you vape like a cokehead. Well, matter of fact, now yeah. people don't say like, you smoke weed like a pothead. I sure do. Yeah. You know, I don't have that in any way, shape or form. I'm not like, I don't have those conversations like, oh, I'm sober now. Well, I'm re- recovering. I don't have none of that anymore because of that, that the nicotine was that last thing that I would bring that up, you know? Oh, I did this and I started doing this because, you know, this and I quit that. I'll credit uh, cannabis with that is if it can help you get off something way more destructive, it's a, it's a win. And I've seen it do that for so many people, especially like with introduction of dabs, you know, people getting off heroin and shit and just being able to dab all day. And it's like, damn, at least you're going to live now. And you know, sure, it's fucking heroin, bro. It's a one way road. Like, yeah. once you hit that dead end, it's done. Well, yeah. the amount of damage you're doing to your system, even every time you do that compared yeah. to smoking joints or dabs, it's, it's night and day. Like, I've yeah. seen people, you can see them and how they look and how it changes from doing yeah. hard drugs to just smoking a lot of weed or a lot of dabs or a lot yeah. of edibles or a mix of everything. It, it really. It's a saving grace with cannabis that it, I think it does save a good amount of the smokers from doing something else. A hundred percent. And it's something I noticed too. I don't know, maybe if you guys can relate. So in high school, I had a lot of friends that smoked cigarettes, right? And then other friends that didn't, we just like smoked weed, right? So all my friends that did smoke cigarettes, though, ended up either like drinking and doing hard drugs and blah, blah, blah. And then one day, maybe never quitting cigarettes. My friends that never smoked cigarettes would like, indulge in drinking every now that like, yeah, smoke a bowl of weed you know like i did a line one time or, and then i went to bed that night you know and ate a burger the next morning like it had I, I really saw this path that like man i think nicotine like people always say the weed is the gateway drug 
By no way. Nicotine is the gateway drug to, to all this. People tell you, you smoke cigarettes, you're going to die. And this, and then you smoke your cigarette. And you're like, well, I'm not dead. I've been smoking cigarettes for 20 years and I'm still not dead. You know, like, what is this drug that they're saying is going to kill me, going to do? So I truly think nicotine truly is. Is is the devil, man? It's it's. it's I know this. Drug. People typically try nicotine before they're going to try marijuana. Absolutely, I know. I did. It's more accessible. Yeah. Black and mild, and all that bullshit. Marble light, and then you try weed. Yeah. So that's you why know. people like, and nobody will dare all that. They never said that. Like, oh, nicotine is the gateway drug, right? The biggest taxpayer in the United States is the gateway drug. Nah, that's what like. People should really pay attention. We like I had a vape shop. It's like a, a huge pride in getting people off cigarettes. Like huge pride. You know, I'm I didn't graduate high school and I was doing this. I felt like this medical act almost. You know. Yeah. How did you guys create Stash though? Um, but that's a vapor company. Was my 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 vape shop. I opened in 2013, and uh, we had G pens in there. Um, I had G pen, like the slim old school G pens and I've always been a tinkerer my entire life and, um, started putting, you know, tinkering, tinkering and putting things together. We made, um, I made a, a, a wax pen and had a people use it. Um, and somebody was like, yeah, why don't you like make your own wax pen? And I was like, I don't know how to do that stuff, bro. I was like, we barely got the shop open. You know, I was like, you know, we had. I'm here seven days a week. I don't got that kind of, you know, we just thought that was dreams for rich people. That was not out of nothing I could ever do. And then contacted somebody in China and then found out what the mold fee was going to be. And then I was like, all right, I can afford that. And then how long do I have to need until I need to pay for the first 500 units? And I was like, I could save that in those like nine months. And then I was like, all right. And figured it out, you know, for the first 500, sold as much as I could. Yeah. Literally sold like, what everything I had. What created that belief that you could actually do it? Uh, nothing, man. I think um, just taking the step, being, to find out. Yeah, just take. being being tired of uh, not making something. I think uh, being tired of you know that, that opening my vape shop was my first not working for somebody else. I was always um, like working for other people, managing uh, restaurants or waiting tables or bartending. I dropped out of high school. So I don't have no college education. I'm an immigrant. So I was just like, this is, this is good. This is, this is, I make good money. You know, I pay my, pay my bills. I got my weed, got my dogs. We're happy. I'm good. You know, I'm living the dream. Um, so I thought that was it. You know, I was, I was happy with that. Um, but then when we opened the shop and I was like, oh, this, damn, this is cool. And then, you know, just, I think it was step by step, man. Just being like, okay, I can afford that mold fee. Okay. I can do this. I can do that. And then after I, I did it one time, having an addictive personality. That was it. I was just, I was like, damn, I, I need to make more things. 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 So, and then, you know, we're like 15 products in now. Addicts are the best hustlers. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. They make tons of money. Yeah. Guys that get sober and then replace that with business. Yeah. That, cause it's the same dopamine. Same mentality. But one's fulfilling and one's not. One yeah. will leave you empty. One will leave you full. hundred percent. And when you switch that hustle and your mentality into something productive, that's yep. going to actually be a positive. It's game over. I yeah. see so many guys either come out of prison or come out of, you know, addiction, maybe that get sober. Maybe they were, uh, you know, addicts before prison, get sober in prison. Then they come out and they fucking kill it in business. Yep. Whatever they decide, sell cars, real estate, construction business, whatever it is. And they just go hard. Yeah. 
And you're like, fucking five years, they lapped up guys that I know that have been fucking around for 20 bullshitting that are still out here, like not believing in themselves and not thinking they can do anything. Because I think the pain is what, I mean, your prior pain is who made you, your prior pain is who made you. I mean, my, my, my mom's pain is who made her. I used to always ask my mom's like, you know, my real dad was not the tightest dude. We had real rough life coming from Brazil. And it's like, man, would you change? She's absolutely not. And that, it took me a long time to learn that. And then today, from all the tears, from every, it says right here, today's pain is tomorrow's gain, is I wouldn't change a, not a wound, you know? And it sucks, man. Like the ones that hurt so bad, you're like, oh man, that sucks, bro. But I learned, I learned from some of that. And that scab is, you know, one of my most precious scabs today. You know, that's how I look at it. It's like, that shit sucked. But, you know, I picked myself up and I learned from it and we're, you know, we're better people, better men at least. And it's necessary. Because you think without it, you're like, I, I probably wouldn't have kept, no. I wouldn't have known what to do next. Nope. I wouldn't have built up the fortitude to keep going yeah. or to be able to continue being resilient. Yeah. You know, it's like, like, you know, simple analogy is like learning how to ride the bike, a bike for the first time. Yeah. Keep falling, keep falling, keep yeah. falling. But if you keep getting back up, next thing you know, you're fucking cruising. Training yeah. wheels are coming off. You're ripping down the road. Now you're riding hills. Like, it's just, that's life in a nutshell. Yeah. Is that, that's definitely business. Yeah. I know? think that's business. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the word right there is business. Because it's, yeah. I mean, there's business school, right? But there's, it's. Um, that's why I say, like, you say you didn't go to college nah. or anything. But I, I would, I would say that it's good you didn't. Because you would have just gained a lot more debt. You know, most people I know, they go to college, they graduate, and they're like, I still don't know what I want to do. It's like, well, what the fuck do you go to college for then? Unless you want to be a doctor or a lawyer or something else like that, architect, whatever, you don't need fucking school. You need to start the business or go work for someone Mm -hmm. that owns a business that you want to start. That's what you got to do. There's no other answer. It's like experience trumps all. It always will. And you're never going to learn by looking at a book. You can read all you want, but until those problems come up in your life, you're not going to be able to relate to it. You're not going to be able to understand it. And you know, people can explain, well, this is how it's going to work. Until you're there going through it yourself, you're not actually absorbing and obtaining the information in a way that's an applied method now yeah. to where you're like, oh, this is what they were talking about. That's why most jobs want hands-on experience. Yeah. yeah. They're not at, like, some will ask you like, what's your schooling? But most are like, we need six months experience or a year, three years experience in your field because yeah. that's as important, if not way more important than mm-hmm. the four to six years you spent before that learning about yeah. it. Damn, bro. You got to dab everywhere we go. It's discreet. It's portable. Nobody knows. DrDabber.com. Use the code. Get your access now. You take all these tests and quizzes and all the, all the homework and all this shit, right? And all, everyone, all they care about is... Did you get your degree? They don't even look at your GPA. Yeah. You could have barely fucking passed and still not know shit. And they're like, well, you got this degree. And then what does that apply to in the workforce? 10%? Yeah. 20% Most maybe? of it is Experience is what they're still looking you know. for. Yeah. What you gain in college, in my opinion. Relationships. It, yeah. Because I, I You go went, for the experience. Yeah. You, went, you go, well, in my relationship with the people that I met there, because yeah. you're at a specific point in your life where you are building the blocks of like who you are and where you're And there's a barrier of entry. Yeah. And so those people are of a a higher sort than you had in high school or middle school. Right. So the core friends like, 
But yeah. again, like everyone's journey is different. Like what did I learn in college? I learned nothing. Growing weed. <laughs> so, no, I learned about business, selling weed and growing weed. But like, yeah, those are the three things I learned more than anything. Yeah. Was like, and when I say business, it was hands-on experience with some book overview of like, oh, that makes sense because when I do this, but yeah, no, it's. Learn how to chase women. There's things you can do. <laughs> Not too much chasing, but women for sure. Yeah. They were chasing him. College is, yeah. yeah, I mean, when you're in a fraternity house, it's wild. There are things yeah. you can definitely learn in college that I think are applicable to almost any industry. Like I went to school to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. By no means am I using what I learned in school to be a teacher now, but there are things I learned how to like software wise, operational wise that helped me in my job today. That's how I got my job at Stash. This mm -hmm. man needed someone to run his support. He had no one. He had no idea how to like organize it, set it up. I set up a Google doc where people would just fill out their information. It's still the same system we use today. It's all organized. It's all color coded and it worked. Yeah. It works smart. Yep. Yeah, man. 100%. That's that's. I don't don't knew. I did. I think I did like a. I did some weird. Not. It's not. It wasn't a spreadsheet. Oh, it was just like a. It was just like a. No, it wasn't even Excel. It was just like some blocks. A, a blocks, and I put numbers in there, and I called him in my office. I was like, "Look what I did, dude!" <laughs> and he was like, "He was like, what is that?" And I was like, "It's like, graph, bro." Put all the <laughs> yeah, yeah. I graphed it up, bro. And I was like, "There's numbers." It's a big step, though, for real. Because yeah. I'm not that. I'm not that. If like if you come to my desk, I have 3D printers everywhere. I have you know. I, I'm making things at all. I have my iPad. I'm drawing things out. I'm catting it out. I got prototypes of a million things on my desk. Uh, and now I got my iPad, my computer, my, you know, I got distros calling me. I'm making sales and I'm like watching a podcast, but that's how I, I, I work too. You know, I, I have to be doing 90 million things or I'm going to be doing one really shitty thing. That's just how you get, you get, 10 really good things out of me or you're going to get like one really shitty thing out of me. Like I can't do one thing. It's smart. Well, it's cause like everyone also has a different lane in business, right? It's like, that's what having a business or a team is, is like everyone has different, um, accreditations, right? Like attributes, you bring, attributes, you bring different things to the table than I do and vice versa. Yeah. Right. And that's why you guys are yeah. a great balance for each other. How long were you in business before Adam came on board? He's been here for three, four. I came yeah. on in yeah 2020 right oh, before the Rio right before this and I've and I've been because I've for a long time I felt like I could do everything and I just I mean I started paying myself in 2019 but before that I had regular jobs I had my shop that I worked at seven days a week I worked as a waiter in the day ran my shop at night or vice versa and then I did the stash stuff out of the office in there so and then I sold blinds on the weekends um so it was kind of like when can I fit it in? And then I really figured out, I was like, I'm putting all this effort into the shop. I'm putting all this effort into selling blinds. I'm putting a little effort in the stash. And like, and people are like liking my product, but I'm not going to trade shows. I'm not doing this. I didn't know anything. I thought you made a product and people just came and got it, dude. You know, it was like, yeah. I made it. Why aren't people buying it? Like I, I set up a website and I literally sat there and I looked at the screen. I was like, I was like, here it comes, bro. <laughs> I sent one to high times. like. The dude Josh said he liked it. Like, this is it, bro. We're good. Like, they're definitely going to post it. Like, he said it was revolutionary. And then it was like two weeks later, it was like, hey, Josh, why didn't you post it, man? He was like, well, if we're, you have to pay us like 20K and then we'll tell people we like it. And I was like, oh, I can't afford that. I'm, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm like struggling to pay rent though. Like, and then it was like, all right, I learned that. Right. That was a learning lesson. So then it was like, how do I get my name out there? I got to go to these trade shows. So save up to go to a champs and a first one was Atlantic city in Jersey. 
Um, me, my best friends went there, uh, set everything up. It was three dudes in one room, one bed, um, you know, and uh, then make a dime. Lost every, like for the first three shows, first three years of shows, we didn't, we didn't make anything. I mean, if I got counterfeited, my pen, I had a little silicone storage on the bottom of, my, of the wax pen. I got a patent on that. And then a bunch of unnamed brands came and copied me, China copied me. Um, and you know, it was hard to say, Hey, I made this thing that's on the, the to the next three tables to my right and three tables to my left. Um, and I was like, yeah, I have this piece of paper says I have a patent. I did like made it in this time, but I'm the one, nobody knows who I am. I'm not paying high times, $20,000 to tell people that I'm cool or P Diddy or Puff Daddy or something like that. You know, I don't, I don't have that. So it was like, how do I, how do I, I had to keep going to these shows, going to these shows, going to these shows, nothing, 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 nothing. And then I went to a show and I was using my dab, my rig and torch. And when my, one of my customers had my wax pen and he was like, where's your, where's your wax pen? And I was like, I only use it when like, I don't have my rig and torch. I'm a, I'm a rig and torch dude, bro. And I was like, or a bong. And he was like, he was so disappointed. And I was like, dude, why am I making things that I don't use every day? And I was like, yo, fuck this shit, dude. Why am I using things that I don't use religiously? Why am I, why am I making a product that I say all this, but I'm not using it Every I'm not using this over my rig and torch. I need to make something that's better than my rig and torch. More convenient. Not that I went to uh, pop-ups. These pelican cases, these heady pieces, <laughs> these these timers and these hourglasses. And these dudes are like, all right, dude, I'll tell you when to go. All right, and go. All right, don't take the dab yet, though. No, no, no. You know, it's like this, it's this whole huge thing. And then I was like, what can I do to simplify this? You get the same exact thing like most electric uh, rigs at the time. And most of them in their, in their description saying is the closest thing you'll get to a real dab. Okay. This is a real dab. There's not closest thing to a real dab. That's not like the closest thing you'll get to, to weed. This is weed. The closest thing to get to real good weed. Nah, this is really good weed. It's not the closest thing to, we don't, I didn't want to sell this wax pen anymore because it was the closest thing to, you know, being convenient for me when I was inconvenienced. I wanted to sell something that was convenient for people when they're inconvenienced, that gave them exactly the convenience they needed to medicate or to just have a good time. Mm -hmm. So we made the Rio and it was like, we have a, it's super simple to, to explain. We had the, the torch, it's built in torch, the water pipe, you can use it as a water pipe. The quartz comes off. Um, the, 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 the carb cap comes off. I wanted to make something that, my first reel that I made in 2019, you can get the parts from that one and put it on my brand new one that we released a couple of days ago. So because for that person that can't always afford the newest one, modular systems are always going to be the one that they can upgrade something with without having to buy an entire new thing or just the banger breaks or just this goes up because oh, torches as usual. Um, you know, you could always replace everything and always keep things um, the way that people wanted and nobody has to sacrifice of the function, the price is just one forty nine eighty nine. We wanted people to be able to do exactly what they were doing without any sacrifice, mm -hmm. and that's that's what I I got. I was like, hey, how do we do this? How do we do that? We did that. We did this. We did this. We tried so hard to make the full piece in America too. About eighteen months, I tried to, you know, I got a CNC machine to mill out the the bases myself. Uh, learn how to use CNC, learn how to CAD, uh, learn how to taught myself how to 3D draw. And be, this is before I knew how to do all that. So I was like, I'm going to figure it out. 
make this in America, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't, I want to keep it low price point. I don't want it to be like $8,000 thing. I want every American to have it that needs to be medicated, you know? So we made it at a price point. Then we thought was, you know, good was two fifty. dollars uh, Now it's one fifty dollars um, because we've put four years, five years of expertise in knowing how to change our logistics and knowing how to, you know, um, order correctly so that we can save time and labor and, um, and, and keep our costs down. Um, and we don't have exclusive distributions anymore because they control the pricing and they control everything that we do. We distribute our products. We make phone calls every day. We call our distributors every day. Every day. Me and him, you know, that's what we do. We put that time and effort into putting that. We, we see that product, that result, and not only in this product, but then the product as the brand, as us, comes out a lot better, you know? Like you guys stand behind your brand. It's not just some person, some drawing standing there you know it's you guys are there every day you know that's why you guys do this this stuff on the side too because this represents ultimately your passions your loves um and your brand i love that you say too it's not trying to get as close as you can to it it's an actual dad yeah i love that because it's like that's been one of the big things about electronic devices it's like most heady guys are like yeah but i I still want a real dab. Yeah. Like they say a real dab. And but it's some like, of them are getting there. Like the Dr. Dabber yes. homies, they, they make fire, fire products. So shout out to Dr. Dabber and all of them. Um, like the, the switch, that's probably one of the first induction heated units. I have a couple of patents on induction heating. So I know very, everything about that product. I know it very well. It's an induction heated unit. It's one of the first in the industry to ever come out like that. And then their new carriage collab. I mean, that's, Putting those collabs that we were talking about earlier, yeah. when you're putting clothing, when you're putting artistry into something that's that. Now, people that are into that are now looking at the Dr. Dabber, you know? That's why I reached out to Dr. Dabber, and we always try to figure out, every show we go to, we hang out with the Dr. Dabber guys. We hang out with the G-Pen guys. We hang out with the people that want to be cool. We want to be nice with everybody, you know? But if you want to be secluded in your own little group, and you... You guys are the cool kids in the group. They find you guys be the cool kids. We'll be the dorks to hang out together then, you know? I like what you were saying on off the mic before we started recording here. The stuff that we only put on the website is that you started talking about collaboration yeah. over yeah. competition. And then Pac had a great point too that great. you brought up about, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Pac had a, it was you had a great good. point. I don't remember. Yo, do that trick. Do yeah. that, uh, <laughs> back tell that funny quick. story. <laughs> But uh, it, it's so true, though. No, no. Um, it, you know, competition it it kills opposition. Yeah, it 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 kills everything off. Yeah, it kills off all the uh, the progress of just the market as a whole, and it's it's not good for the consumer. Yeah. Whereas you know, you talked about you brought up like Biggie and Tupac and like rap beef yep. and stuff like that, and I was exactly. like, yeah, but it ended. Yeah. Like that sucks. And for the people that were actually listening and enjoying and a fan yeah. of it. All we have now is a memory, right? And it's like, damn, who would who would think like Tupac died at like twenty six or some yeah. shit? Like who who would know how many more albums and great things that guy would have went on to what do? What would music be today? You know, and it's like, yeah, it comes from a uh, unhealthy form of competition, and competition isn't necessarily bad. That's, That's supposed good. to raise the bar, mm -hmm. yeah. But you got to collab as well. You have to come together and and put the consumer first, yeah. You know, to make sure that. Um, it's good for the market, yeah. not bad for the market. We owe them that. I think without the consumer, we, we don't There's exist. There's nothing. We don't There's exist. Nothing so happening. I think brands that don't know that and don't see that clearly, and they sit on this pedestal that they 
like the consumers owe them something. That's where they lose it. It's, like, it's man, usually, I and know. I was saying earlier too, it's usually personal vendettas. It's never actually like, oh, I just hate that company. Yeah. It's personal most of the time. And you just got to learn to communicate as yeah. adults. You, you don't got to agree. You got to learn to you agree to disagree yeah. and that it's all good. But it still doesn't mean that you should never coexist and create something really dope together and put a group of two different walks of life together to come up with something that one or the other would have never came up with yeah. on their own, which I think is a win for us as a whole that want to see creations and want to continue supporting different products and brands. And I personally like how you guys have simplified the dab because I'm by no means a heady guy. Sure. I'm not going to sit there and have a Pelican, have the torch, get butane, uh, you know, just have every single little gadget that it takes because it's, it's, it's a, a lot. lot, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a tinker. Like I don't like that shit. But I, I like, do that. I like convenience, you know? And it's like, when you put that together, it's, I remember us grabbing it the first time when you sent us one. And I was just like, oh, dude, this is fucking, this is everything you need all right here, self explanatory. And it's a real dab. Yep. You know, so it's, you, you're, you're, you've developed a lane of your own, yeah. in my opinion. And, and that's, that's what we wanted to do. What's important to do as a company, as a, you know, as someone that's, you know, developing products or pushing your brand, you have to do that to exist in a market um, that, this many people are in. So I like it, man. I, and I like what you guys do, even with your grinders and shit. It's quality. Yeah. Yeah. It's something different. Yeah. Or the grinders mad unique. I mean, well, the, yeah. grind, the grinders too, the, there's a lot of people out there that paved the way for us to be here as brands. And I appreciate all the, the, the earlier grinder companies, but something that I think weeds changed dramatically in 10 years. And that's, I, I feel the grinder industry has not changed dramatically totally in 10 years agree. Mm -hmm. so there's a few companies trying new things i like this in the flour mill because it's something different sure. and when i say something different meaning you've used innovation to make the existing item better yeah yeah which is what markets need to continue you know all all the linear markets right now are all going to be disrupted within the next 10 20 years with ai and everything yeah mm -hmm. like if you're a linear product or device or like a good example, I was listening to a podcast earlier, is like Blockbuster had a chance twice to buy Netflix and they didn't. And where the fuck's Blockbuster? Mm -hmm. They're not, um, nothing like that will ever exist again. And they could have been in the race still. Yeah. But on the race. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, it's the same thing for all these other products and things that we have uh, in the consumer market today. Sure. It's all being disrupted. It's all going to, um, with AI and everything coming out, it's all going to be much different than what we've known it as. Absolutely. If you're not happy with your current nutrient company, or you're not happy with how your products or flour is coming out, try Drip Hydro. All you got to do is go to fsotd.com, get the discount code, and driphydro.com or grow generation stores nationwide, online or in store, we get you hooked up. You got to try Drip Hydro. Everybody's switching to Drip, and whether you want to come in store or you need a drop straight to your facility, Grow Generation can help you out there. Tell Tell them the first smoke family sent you and get on drip hydro now you can even ask ai and in, in, in like at one point be like you know what hasn't Your changed in the, in the cannabis <laughs> industry and they're gonna be like the grinder that rolling paper yeah. in your mouth right now right yeah, yeah tons of carbon in it yes <laughs> dude it's it's it just shows you and i look at it as a positive especially for someone like you and a company that invents on these products sure. and develops is that there's a lot of open space in our industry yeah. 
and surrounding our industry. There's a lot of things that- There's a lot of room for improvement. Yes, there's a lot of room for improvement and there's a lot of small business that can happen still. People are like, big cannabis, big- Man, all the products surrounding the cannabis industry where you're also not considered in the cannabis yeah. industry, you're not taxed like the cannabis industry. There, there's all these positives and it's like, yeah, who better to capitalize on these in investments or on these products than people from our industry? Like I'd way rather have a homegrown entrepreneurial business creating products for this for this industry than when Marlboro jumps in sure. or when Anheuser-Busch jumps in and they're like, you know what we should do? We should create a heady glass piece that's uh, 50 bucks yeah, and uh, 100% replaceable if you, you know, sure. come in and just wipe everyone. And, and I, I was actually yeah. telling you guys earlier that there that is happening mm -hmm. in our like accessories industry right now. I think because of the economy and certain, you know, a lot of brands are struggling. Um, we, I stash works on its own money i don't have debt i don't borrow money i don't have um, banks um and i think if you don't do that and then the hard times come and you don't have money saved and your investors are like we still want our money back every month dude i don't care hard times what are you talking about i got a tea time at four o'clock time that's my only time i know and that's tea time and so like i don't have those conversations so a lot of people are you know laying off people left and right we, we always try to figure out and cut corners and not come out with new products. Um, that's not what we want. We want to be known as the most innovative brand um, in, in, in the market. Um, every single thing we've done from beginning to this, even um, the grinder Adam actually went through and got the test done. We got all the grinders on the markets. So we'll never say the other, the other brand's names, but we put the, all grinders on the market. And we said, what happens to your weed when you put it in a grinder? Do you lose terpenes? Do you lose THC? Do your trichomes get destroyed? And the answers are yes, yes, and yes. You're in the words that the, the testing facility uses that your trichomes get annihilated. And imagine the word shredder. Okay. A shredder shreds, it destroys a mill. I have a CNC mill and I will never put anything in front of my mill. My mill demolishes anything. Okay. We want to gently separate things from the, from the stem, this flower, this beautiful flower now. I don't want to piranarize it. I don't want to pulverize it. I don't want to do any of that. I just want to, most of my friends would be like, I don't even use your grinder, dog. I use my hands, mm. you know, and then I'll get a, a razor. I've seen people get razors and scrape keef off their fingers. I don't know if anybody's ever seen or gone, seen that gangster before, but breaking up enough weed, you'll get that layer on there. And people will love to keep that. So our grinders even come with a brush. We want you to brush that pollen, that keef on that. You spent tons of time growing fireweed, fireweed, fireweed. You put it in there and then it becomes swag. Why even do all that? Why go through all that? Put, put all that time and effort that all these amazing growers and, and people put into, put the weed into our hands. Um, and then we put it through a grinder. And then out of nowhere, now you have, you're losing seven, eight, percent thc 25 percent terpenes and you're not you're annihilating your other trichomes and then so you're not being able to get tests or, your, or the other types of flavors or cannabinoids are just not even there anymore for you to take any kind of um use out of them so we did those tests and we know that our our grinder we when we say hey our grinder is the best grinder on the market it's not it's not something it's like it's not a marketing ploy we we, we, we can put the test behind to, to prove that um, and we want other people to do it too. We have me heavy metal tests will be next. Plastic tests will be next too. 
um, because we found out that those hemp grinders, they're not hemp. They're just, just plastic, recycled plastic with some plant materials in them. So you're smoking plastic at some point, you know, that's that friction. The number one sold product, the number one consumed product is flour, is a pre-roll is in, in cannabis and in dispensary medical rec. That's a fact. Flour is king. So people are rolling that. They put that, that amber on the end of your joint. It's thousands of degrees. If you're using zinc alloy, zinc alloy, horrible chemical, horrible fumes come off of it. So if you're using zinc alloy grinders, plastic grinders, and that, that little bit's going into your weed, you're, you're easily smoking it. The type of, the type of magnets that you're using, you know, do they, every time they, they go and touch each other, do they, do they scrape off magnets inside of our bodies? They cause fires. They, that's like one of the worst things that you can do is put a bag inside of your own body. You know, you don't want that. We don't want these things to happen. So, if the, you know, when we came out with the real people, oh, can you inhale butane? No, the flame in itself is proof that there's no butane being inhaled, no fume um, being inhaled in any way, shape, or form. The flame is proof of that. We've done the test with saying, hey, is there any kind of chemical that could get here? No, I mean, my mouth would have to be over this with no flame and me just <gasps> like that. Like it goes through water, it goes through a carb cap, it goes through that. But the flame being on is proof that nothing right. is there. We've done, we do those tests. Um, our scale tool. Um, so when someone that takes a dab, they say, you, a person that's never taken a dab, they say, how much do I dab for the first time? You would say, oh, a little bit or a uh, do like a booger size or like a size of rice. Yeah. So, you know. That's what Florida does. In the state of Florida, they recommend that you do the, a grain of rice. And that's, and we're, that's medical. Okay. So if I was at my doctor's and he was like, and I was like, you know, I just cut my finger and I did a couple weeks ago. And I was like, how much pain should, you know, Advil should I take? Uh, like a grain size amount of Advil. I'd be like, I'm leaving his office. I'm not paying you because you are not a doctor. Like you're not a medical person. You're telling me to take it a little bit of something or it's everything even like how much salt should i put in this pasta this much teaspoon you know everything is weighed out but in cannabis it's like a little bit of dab a little bit of dab. the thing that's most potent we're just gonna tell the guy just eye it out bro just a little bit though it's what ruins most people's experience and they never go back to it zero that's the number one point everybody that we've come and talked to is like you'd like oh no no i'm good oh no and i immediately you had a really bad experience with it oh my god dude it was, well, i thought i was gonna die he's like well how much did you use a little bit how much was a little bit it was like this much like this much like this much like a little bit i'm like like a like a gram that looks like a gram <laughs> you know did you gram it out um so the, the, the this with the tool you can say hey Try a 0 0.08. Hey, try a 0 0.05. Microdose it and then work your way up. Hey, you have a gram. So if you take a 0.1 every day, that'll, you know, you can have that for about 10 days now. You know, you can. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so this measures your dab. Yeah. You waste anything, powders, oils, and we have a scoop of flour too. So you can measure a bump too. Yeah. Exactly. 100%. So in my days. <laughs> Max on some other shit these days. Oh, oh my days. I was that? like, never overdose again, guys. <laughs> that is cool though, because what it's you can start to do yeah, as well we is you on. get to control your, Gotta what you're taking in. And then you pull the tip off. So then we have flyer tools. Cool. We have mushroom ones coming out. And then we have ones yeah. that you can put like, it'll be an ounce scoop, a uh, flower scoop. So you have this, really cool scoop in here so remember we were talking about different ways to make it um like the we won't say our secrets that we we're talking about earlier but that wouldn't be a hard a hard task at all to have here 
boom, directly into your bag every time, boom, directly into your bag every time, boom. You tear it off. There's an attachment here on the bottom that this tool goes on to. So every single time the guy goes, boom, in your bag. This is your second secondary uh, lifeline. And at the end of the day, it can save you three ounces. And you're like, man, you just save three ounces with the secondary aspect of, of weighing it. Instead of using a hand, you're just using a scale hand, you know? So it's just that, that thought process of being like, man, why do we just tell people a little bit? You know, why don't we say, how much is that? How much is in that joint? Oh, I put like an eighth in there and like a gram of wax. Okay, cool. That's, that, that sounds reasonable. How much is in there? A lot and a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's so interesting yeah. too, that I love that your products are built out of necessity. Yeah. It's a problem in the market or an opening where you're like, why do people do it this way? Well, let's fix that. Sure. That's very cool. And this also for people who are saying to themselves, once I open a jar of hash, I just smoke it all. Yeah. And here's a way not to, here's a way to kind of break it into yeah. sections where you're like, well, every time I dab, it's 0.2. Yeah. I get about 10 dabs out of a jar. Now you're also not just continually consuming. Yep. You, you also, it's like saying if you were to drink coffee and you just put it in a massive mug, you don't know how much coffee or how much anything you're taking in. If it's per cup and you're like, holy shit, I'm end up drinking yeah. 10 cups a day. Yeah. You know, you need to cut back yeah. or you know where you are. I, I love that, man. Yeah. It's a very cool product. It's and very underutilized too. We think, you know, because because of the education aspect of us, because it's kind of like just yeah. dab, just go. We don't have to like, people are looking at, most people would just be like, oh, well, who cares about that? And I'm like, well, we, me and you don't, like I dab and I really don't care. But for them, like my mom had a full blown panic attack because she said just a little bit and she never touched it again. And I would say the reason why flour is king is because I guarantee there's been at least 40% of the population that could be that's smoking flour, okay, that has tried wax, had a bad experience with it, and will never go back to it. And that's like, I would say, I, I, if there's some test that you can do or some poll, 40% of the population that smokes cannabis that's tried dabs has had a bad experience with it and will refuse to go back to it. And that's a huge number, huge. And if you could fix that with just a tool or just, you know, make it easy for people, put it on a, a dab tool. That is, you know, dissolves or something, you know, something that you can just put it in there. So each dab tool is a point two, you know, have a way that people can dose correctly. Something that people know what they're doing. You know, these carts just aren't like, it's not like a magical hose. It comes out of nowhere and I'm just sucking all here all day. How many carts do you do? I don't know, dude. A lot, a little bit. Who knows? I'm just sucking. No, you know? it's a one gram cart, one or gram half a cart. gram cart. Exactly. And I, it lasts me a day or two or it yeah. lasts me. That's very interesting. Yeah. I like this too, man, because the first thing I think of is all the festivals and uh, oh, yeah, concerts dude. we used to go to. This would be so key oh. where you get an actual dab at Quick. the event in a mobile unit, right? Where it's not like I'm having to, oh, it's it's my charger. Break out your pelican. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Break out your pelican. Well, and I also go into this is like certain pieces when I, if, the, if I drop it or if someone else is using it and they break it, oh, man. I'm heartbroken, yeah. ha absolutely heartbroken. Yeah. Or I'm like, that was irreplaceable. Yeah. And you're definitely not like, Hey man, uh, do me a favor. Uh, Venmo me uh 3,500 bucks real quick. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, people will be like, what? Yeah. So with something like this, this is easily pass aroundable. It's easily used at a affordable. festival. It's affordable. Yes. And if I break a piece Even of it, if you're I'm traveling, you can leave it back. Yeah. Yeah. You I'm replacing the piece like, oh, too. Bless somebody with it. Hundo. Just take your flight. Yeah. Like, it's all good. Because you can't fly with butane. You can't, but you can't empty. I fly with mine every yeah. single time. Yeah. So. Just, so I just empty mine out. But 
I always tell people, do not fly with, with even like hairspray. It's just compressed air. It's not smart. Just yeah. don't do that. You know, like I just empty mine out before I leave. We have a flight tonight and I'm just going to, right before I get on a plane, like we'll go to a restaurant or something and I'll just take off, I'll unscrew my top and just let it leak out. But I know like for every fill, I've just been using the rear for so long, but for if I get a full fill of my torch, 72 dabs out of that. There's nothing electronic that can compete with that. Nothing. I can go weeks off one fill up one like one nothing competes at that when it's an electronic okay but so i know like when i landed here i was like i'm just gonna do a quick like 15 second jump because then it's like i know that's gonna be like two days like one full day of dabbing one night and then i only have a little bit of draining the next day but like if i were to fill it up fill it up oh yeah it'd be like hours of leaking that gas out yeah and that's kind of dangerous and you know what's even the best torches the most expensive ones after i have three different torches i won't name the brand (laughs) but i have to click it 15 20 times yeah but with this at least if if it goes out i can replace it immediately with these it's affordably it's an 80 to 120 dollar torch and all three of them i have have the exact same issue and it's just like yeah now you're gonna go it's almost the cost of the whole rig yeah yeah. It, it just I love how you guys compartmentalized it as well because you care about your end user. Yeah. Where you're like, yeah, if this piece breaks, you can easily just replace that piece. Or this fits our bag too. Where you got the bag out? Yeah, let me grab it. It comes with a sick ass bag. I have mine that this is like a prototype bag we're working on. So you guys can kind of see it first. Oh, nice. Just something small, shoulder bag, you know, easy shoulder bag. But that's the protective case that it comes with now. And this is a super limited one. We have, I'm a, I used to be before I had a son, big shoe guy. Um, but now this is like beyond limited. You won't, we'll never make this color again. This color is that one in a lifetime ever. So, and that comes with every single, it comes with every single kit. Every single kit comes with a full Eva padded. That's gun foam. That's not like, you know, cheap See, it's foam. the, it's the, it's all the details that you carry about. Like you say, like, Hey, that's gun foam. Yeah. Like I can tell you really care about product development. Sure. Like the amount of effort that you put into every single piece. Like we were talking about plastics and you were like, you need to make sure it's not this kind or this yeah. kind because they, when they burn or when they break, they yeah. off gas. And yeah. most companies wouldn't even care or ask yeah. about that. Like you guys actually care about that. It's We're important, man. Man, I'm sick of spending so much time going to the store, having to make all these runs and load all this shit up. So, what are you doing here? hash making day i'm always at grow generation if you don't want to have to always go into the store it's super easy they deliver 60 plus stores nationwide delivery right to your doorstep and discreet growgeneration.com use the code tell them the family sent you and get hooked up i met my wife in the cannabis industry like i've had people that are in cannabis some of the biggest brands and accessories call people potheads like my wife had a brain tumor we she, we weren't supposed to have kids um, I've been in cannabis my entire life. I've been a black sheep of my family because I've been in cannabis, you know, and this is what we love. It's like me and my wife share, we're not gajillionaires. Nobody on the team, we're not gajillionaires at all. We don't have Rolexes. We don't have, we're not living those life. Me and my wife share paycheck, but we absolutely, it's that Jim Carrey thing. I'd rather be dead broke and do what I'm doing right now than be, you know, being filthy rich and hating my life every single day I clock in and out. Hating it because I mean I've I have never done that because I've always loved even waiting tables I loved what I did I've always been a great employee but I could only imagine though like looking back at that I've been not doing what I'm doing today and being like man I, I would have truly didn't know the true pleasure of life of knowing how to create something like this and and having 
families and having other people rely on our brand and on our stash, on our hard work and having people look up to us. And, you know, that's the biggest thing. People are like, I want to make products one day. You know, I really look up to you guys. And I always, that's like, do it up, bro. This is, please, whatever you need, let me know. I'd be more than happy to help you. I have 3D printers. I'll print things for out for, for people for free. They're trying to try things out. I'd be more, I'll, 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 I'll cat it out for them. You know, I'll tell them what programs to use, how to get the programs for free. I'll find them logistics. Um, I'll find them shipping manufacturers. I don't care what it is. I want to see people succeed. If you're a good person, you're a hardworking person, I want you eating. That's what we want. We need healthy, strong eating people out here that are respecting one of another. You know, we need a very full table of people that are just hungry. We all respect each other. We all eat. We all have some food here for you. Here's a drink for you. Hey, thanks for that. Thank you so much. You know, because there's there's always that day that I've needed that hand hand like, man, I just need to be picked up right now. And boom, I got you, dog. Boom. That's it. There was nothing else. No questions asked about that. And then I just knew that my mission at that point was to do that same thing next. I got you, dog. No questions asked. That's it. What do you need me to do for you? The same thing I just did today to somebody else. That's it. And if we just do that in this industry, man, we'll all be eating. We'll be all doing good. We'll be all pack odds. You know what I'm saying? We'll be all living that life. Someone that's looking up to you right now, watching the show that Blackley, that guy that wants to be that has a capability. A lot of people look at stash or look at what we do and say, it's not, that's not possible. It's too late to do it. And maybe it is you're a little late to the game. You are, it will be hard, but if you really want it, man, nothing, nothing's too hard. Just keep going. I love that. It shows the entrepreneurial spirit and it shows how you pieced it together to make it work. Yeah. And now you're living what you dreamed of years before that. Yeah. You're like, how would I even develop a product? And everyone tells you it costs a lot of money to make a, a mold and I'm going to have to deal with people in China. I've never even been to China. Yeah. You know, it's like you start to set these barriers of entry in front of yourself and talk yourself out of it. You basically were like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I love that, man. It shows the entrepreneurial spirit and it shows the the passion behind you wanting to live your own life, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, you're not 100%. having to be like, you know what? I'm just going to settle up and go do this yeah. and make this company millions of dollars. Yeah. I want to do this for my family and the people around me yeah. and yourself. Yeah. That's, I mean, I've always wanted to have a son and I want to leave something for him or, you know, leave something for somebody else to be able to have that same passion that I do to, 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 to run this. I think something I'll never do is sell this to to that person or give up stash to that person that doesn't have the passion that I do. Cause I think stash in itself, the products that we make, like it's like what you're saying. If the person that's standing behind stash doesn't have the same passion I do, you won't have stash. You'll just have another white label company, another company that some guy's looking through a catalog. Like this is a cool thing. Let me rip off some company, put my logo on it. You know, like they, Dr. Dabber, I keep mentioning homies, but they made these products, you know, those, they're not a ripoff of something else, you know? And that's why like, people always say, well, why'd you make a torch basis? Why don't you make it electric? How many more do you need? You know, how many more Dr. Dabbers do you need out there? They do it right. Let them do their thing. I'm going to do my thing. And, and then people say, well, what about the grinder? You went into the grind industry. I'm going to go wherever I see an issue. I don't, the, the, the rigs are doing great. They're doing a great job. But when my grinders are getting stuck and I'm using a butter knife to open it up and I'm outside on the concrete trying to open up my grinder because I just put some fire weed in there and now it's stuck together because these teeth go millimeters apart. And once that pollen, because 
all, every single design of the teeth, the tooth, the grind, the, that, their terps, terpenes, trichomes, that thing wasn't, a, a, wasn't even a, a word when these guys made these grinders, you know? They have patents just like we do. Their, their patents are 12 years old. When they, with beasters, <laughs> when you could get beasters at best, you know? Maybe some orange peeled middies, you know? Like, but that wasn't terped out. That was just some orange peel that you put in your middies and now it just smells like orange. It's not, you know, it's, it is, I mean, it is a, I guess a, a, a form of terpene. Orange Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but that's, that, it wasn't a thing. So it's like the stickiness of it, you know, when we went to these pre-roll facilities and seeing what people are using for the grinders and pre-rolls, it's embarrassing. Meat grinders. Meat grinders. Okay. The, the one brand we're talking about that makes the, 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 yeah. the cone fillers and they do, it's, I have the same. Uh, thing that they sell as, as a grinder, but I have two acres in my yard, so I have a lot of leaves. These are leaf whackers that people are doing. I mean, you're going from a premium product and then they're just, just like, hey, man, I'm going to get this Lambo. I'm going to get this AMG. Take all that crap off of it and just put not that stuff on it and then sell it to people for that exact same thing. But it's not like you could have just left the, the car as is and sold it to me. Why would you take all that stuff off? I don't know. I mean, it just, it's easier time saving for me. That's, this is how I see they're taking a quality product. Like so many brands out, growers are putting all this time and effort into it. And these facilities are just processing these grind, literally meat grinders. And I'm like, yo, is that a meat grinder? And they're like, oh, we have this other one too. And they throw these three pounds in there and I'm like, watch how fast it does. And it was like, boom. I'm like, I'm like, what is that dust all over the side? Isn't that the, the, like the, the, the stuff you want isn't the THCs and that all the flavors. And I was like, and then people are saying, man, this terps on this pre-roll isn't the same that I get on the bud. And you're like, you're, you're definitely not right. They whacked it all off. They got it and demolished the weed, you know? So we just want to gently remove the, the, the stems from the flower. You know, nowadays when you find a seed, that's a boost. A <laughs> you don't even want to, you don't want to break that up, you know? That's from the homie Josh Wax there. We met them at Hall of Flowers. And again, it was that collaboration. We want to work and any flower companies out there, Blackleaf, anybody um, that wants to do grinder collaborations with us, that's what we want to do because fire weed should be put into fire grinders. Um, and so we are, we're getting ready to do something with Josh Wax too. Uh, we want to be able to do that. We feel that if you have good fire weed, it should be used and consumed in a fire, a bong and, and a great, style of paper um with great a roll of great tips um like you have a great tip on your on your on your pre on your hash roll right specific someone made that tip specifically for you you could have just used some generic crappy but you had something specific for it so why nobody nobody really thinks about that like what happens when you put that weed in here you know you just and then at the end of the day you have your weed in here like hey it has to be the same potency but when you look in here like Holy crap, there's a bunch of bunch of stuff in here still. And it's not just the leaves, it's not stems up there. It's the stickiness. The stickiest part of it is up here. So even with ours, get the brush that it comes with it. And just brush it right back on there. When you're done that, just go like this right here. Just do this real quick. It takes three seconds. And you'll notice the difference in the potencies in in, in the way you're smoking. You'll be like, wow, I'm getting a lot higher. And it's and that's what it was. I was like, man, I feel like the quality of the weed when I use my grinder, it's not like I went out of my way. I was like, hey, let's go test the weed. It was just like, I feel like the weed's coming better. I feel like I'm getting higher off my grinder. I was like, I don't know what it is. And then we met some people that are like, we, yep. we test weed. We were at an event and they were 
a weed testing thing next to us. And now we're like, I was like, bro, I was like, can I see what happens to weed when I put in my grinder? And they're like, yeah. And then I was like, what if I bring you like a bunch of grinders? And I was like, can I see what happens when I put it in all the grinders? He was like, for sure. And I was like, let's do it up. That's what we did. I love that. We pretty much brought five, six. Did you guys document it? Yeah. yeah. We have, I have all the information yeah. on it too. We tested ours against five other standard ones in the market. Electric ones like too. Electric, diamond cut, square cut, elongated teeth. Best brands. Top brands. We, uh, we just benchmarked the end results because we didn't know the testing percentage of the flower beforehand. Ours tested around 26%, 26.1%. The electric grinder came out to like 21%. The square cut teeth came out to like 22%. And don't get me wrong, like some of the diamond and other ones came up to 23, 24, but that's still anywhere from 2 to 5% THC loss. Yeah. And ours was the only one that was able to test for the company we used. It doesn't tell you exactly the terpene level. It says medium, low, or high. Ours were the only one that tested medium. We got tested for CBC, which is a hard one to test for as well. Um, we tested for CBA, CBG, all of that. And other ones, like things weren't showing up or they were NA, non-applicable. Yeah. There was not enough non-detectable. Ours, it just worked. And we're taking it to a different level, too. Where now we're working on different materials, too. So um, something oh, yeah. we have that we've just awarded some other patents, too. Um, it's our V2 that we're coming out with. And it's going to be an accessory, too. Um, but um, the material, it's a soft material. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't tarnish the product at all. Nothing gets stuck to this material at all. Like, it's impossible for things to stick to it. So... It's at first when it was kind of a happy accident again, I was using this material to clean my grinder and I was like, I wonder if I can grind the weed with it. And I just put weed in there and I just like went that. And then I looked at it, I was like, wow, there's nothing in here. The only thing and, you see at the top maybe are some stems that are left behind. Yeah. It's even a bigger boost. Yeah. Not even smoking your stems. It's, it's not strong enough to break the, the stem. So the material is super soft. Stick. It's like abrasive and sticky enough that it holds the weed that it breaks it apart but not strong enough to break the stem. So then like at the end of the day, you're getting like, man, there's a bunch of stems up here too. It was, it was happy a accident. super happy accident, man. And it was nothing. Again, we didn't want to take the test. It was kind of like we were at an event to these guys. I was like, let's see if our, and we're walking into this, uh, to this testing facility. And I looked at him and we're in the car and I'm like, bro, we're about to get, we're about to test this, this grinder out. Right. So I was like, what if it doesn't work out? I was like, what if we pay to find out that we have some, a shitty grinder? <laughs> And I was like, we're going to be sitting on that, right? <laughs> and then I got to change everything up. All these distros are buying my grinder already. We got patents. that I put money on patents. And I'm like, oh, my God. I should have done this prior. And I'm like, man, we're, 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 we're sitting ducks if this is not the case, dude. You know? And then boom. And then we're sitting there, sitting there. And then the t- results come. And I'm like, all right, we're better than one of them. All right. Be- oh, oh, we're better than the best brand. Oh, we're better than that one. We're better, we're better than all of them. You know, and that's when I was like, all right, we're good. We're on the right track with this now. So how can we do that in an industrial? And we want to get to the, that's why we're going to MJ BizCon. Uh, we want to get into cone filling. We want to get into the industrial aspect of what we're doing now. We do to consumer and consumer, but we want to start helping your product shine in the mass. You know, when you can get a thousand pre-rolls with the perfect her profile that it did in its original nug, you know, and that's what people want. Or for you to have, you know, the, the nugs that, that, that don't have any of that stuff that was taken off of it. That's the one, yeah. the number three is really nice on that one, but no, he's That's totally local right in DC no, too. No one should be using meat grinders anymore. Yeah. Flour. It should be completely made or leaf, leaf shredders. You shouldn't be using, you know, things that you do yard work with, you know? Yeah. Well, dude, literally one of the biggest things that I saw launched, like in the last year or two was, it, was it looks great. like a weed whacker. 
Yep. And it literally spins around with the, the weed whacker tips to break up the weed. And it's crazy because when you're talking about it keeping terpenes and THC, we're not even getting into what's being released on some of the cheaper grinders into the flour. Oh, and yeah. then you're smoking residual, like you said, zinc alloy, metal and zinc yeah. alloy, plastic, plastic. I mean, that's scary. Yeah. And you're doing like this, this to stay healthy and you're buying, you know, you have a 400 or a thousand dollar ounce and you're grinding it up with zinc yeah. alloy. Well, people say it like, just go oh, like I've, I've said it a thousand times before we got really got into the thing. We'd go to Unknown. tons of States because we travel a lot and we get there. I always get a bong. And I'm always like, yo, did you get a cheap grinder? It's in the word that I say, how many friends? That's what have, we used to do. You say, I guarantee you, you go to a different state, you say, let me just get a cheap grinder. I don't care what Funky. it is. You know, plastic. Sure. We can't have cross combos, guys. <laughs> it's one thing at a time. Sorry. Yeah. It's hard to listen What'd to when say? there's four conversations going on at once. We're, we're uh, smelling some weed here. Oh, Talk about bad. junk food. What is junk this? Food is, it's, a, it's a DC brand. Honestly, uh, shout out junk food. You know who you are. That's the family. Uh, he is a small batch grower out of DC. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people say, you know, smoke salt, smoke living soil. Homie is using salts and it's fire every time. It's in the grower. It's not in the technique. In my opinion, obviously there's technique to it, but when the grower cares and puts in the effort, it really shines. Like, uh, we've had a hundred versions of organic, 50 versions of living soil, a million versions of salt and fire is fire exactly it, yeah. it, it, it yeah. like it's not like well everything we've had of living soil just is better or everything we've had organic or everything we've had salt base is better it's really the grower and the brand and the strain it comes to the, the genetics care. like my homie right now he's running these farming stone genetics yes i think farming stone runs great plants for washing or great great plants for smoking and as long as you're going with true tried and tested brands even if there's new guys coming out like try your shit if if it smokes the way you like it, use it. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Farming Stone, which I, I know because of Seven Ten Labs, he works with them closely. Mm-hmm. They're from Maryland. You know that Brad oh, from Seven Ten Labs is from Maryland. Yeah. yeah. So he hit when we started doing when the Rio popped off. He hit me up on the DM. Was like, "Yo, thanks for putting another put another person putting Maryland on the map." Hey. And I was like, I was like, "Oh, you work for Seven He's like, "This is Brad. I'm the owner of Seven And I was like. Bro, collab. I was like, anything, you know, do anything. I was like, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. And he's like, oh yeah, you're, you know, hit us up. And I was like, yo, just like look up in your DMs. Like just scroll up and you'll right see there. like your the creeper vibes real quick. Like, hey Brad, like, you know, it got weird. You know, Brad, like look up there, bro. But it was just it was like, hey Brad, you know, love 710, love the the quality you guys put in the time and the effort. Like, even like the little filters you use on his joints, so like the raviolis or not the raviolis, they're the the pasta ends. The pasta. Super cool, you know. That's a cooling method to do, doing that too. As he, that spiral, it cools like the weed off. You know what's interesting is you remind me of them based on they do a lot of product development as well. So a lot of the stuff that they do, their joints, their hash. The even the little top that goes on the hash jar mm-hmm. where they're like, no, we're going to do a little metal top that that because we want to keep the moisture out of the hash. Like they do a lot of R&D product development and spend a lot of extra money being like, this is why we do this because our yeah. product, we feel our products better this way. Yeah, sure. It, it's a lot of like what you guys do with stash where yeah. a lot of the things you're putting out is because you're like, this is something we need to do because the industry is missing it. Yeah. Or right now we're smoking zinc alloy like that really fucks my head up. Yeah. To think about how many grinders Pack and I have bought on like trips where we run in and buy a twenty dollar grinder and use it for the trip, and the whole time we're we're smoking some of the best weed on the planet, yeah. 
through a, and and I guarantee there were shards of metal in that. Not even that. The best parts of the weed was stuck on the grinder still. Because mm-hmm. you get the yeah. grinder, right? The two-piece, the two-piece plastic tr- uh, traditional worst, grinder, man. right? You get it, you blow up, and then you pop, pop, pop. Literally. That pop, pop, pop. Bam, bam. That, that impact is the dangerous part right there. That impact, that corner to corner. Because on my aerospace aluminum, it can bend it. We don't paint. We use anodized, so it's electronically changes the color of the metal. Okay, so that's different than paint. We never paint anything. Ship. We don't even put like a ceramic coating on something. That's like it's not a car. I don't want to. What do I need a ceramic coating on? It doesn't rain on my on on my grinder. I don't need like raindrops to glide off my grinder. You know why do I need a ceramic coating on there? So we don't put any kind of like any of that on there because it's just not necessary. Um, but that's what we wanted. We, we started thinking is like, man, we did all these tests. People are doing tests on carts for heavy metals. Right. So that's our, our agenda now is all education on the flower. Number one product is flower. It's King, you know, the, the cool, sexy product is always going to be oil or whatever, but you know, we make a product for that too. But at the end of the day, I smoke more flour. I mm-hmm. smoke snaps. I smoke joints. I appreciate, I love the flower more. Like I relate to it more. So we're going in that direction full blown now. We want to know what happens when you when you put it in those meat grinders in a dispensary. You know, what happens to that hard work you put into it? You know, are they making you look bad now? Are they making your weed look bad? Is it not growing? They're not selling it because a dude put it in a meat grinder? You know, they're getting these meat grinders. I was sitting there talking to a lady and I said, what's your biggest problem with this? Do these things get stuck often? 30 seconds later, she goes, eh, it's stuck. And they just get the whole new machine and they just switch it out for another one. Meat grinder, man, where you put meat in it and they come up, you know, burger meat to make out of it. Awesome, you know, and, but nobody, nobody is thinking about that. Like, it's not, it's not sexy to make a, a grinder, you know? That was like some dorky stuff that I was just sitting there and I was like, man, what happens to my weed, bro? Like, is it like my 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 grinder's been ripping me off for twenty years, bro? It's like I'm almost, I almost got pissed off by that. I was like, damn, my my grinder. Yeah, there's some grinders me, that they literally eat the weed. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, dude, Where I put go? a bunch of nugs in there, and then I got a look, and you're just like, this fucking grinder. Where did we go? Yeah, and it just it eats your weed, like to the literal sense. Yeah. It's gone. <laughs> and you think it's like, oh, maybe it was just a dense nug or something like that. People are like, oh, it's no. just a dense nug. And then you look in your, your grinders like, it's probably like a 0.3 in there worth of the, the good stuff. All the good stuff. And it's something too. Like, I love how you said a lot of products in our space haven't been innovated upon. They were originally made for tobacco yep. or for really shitty weed that yep. looks nothing <laughs> like it does now or not even weed. Yep. And then they, we've just used them because that's all that's available. Yeah. So we use it. And then now we're getting into a space where it's like, there's no need for that. No. Let's develop. And it blows my mind because I've been to friends' houses that when they open their grinder, the the <laughs> color is completely worn off yeah. of the grinder for how long they, and I'm like, they smoked that. Yeah. They smoked that coloring. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. And, and they're and they're affordable. Like like our, our, our five-piece grinder is $34.99. Our uh, four-piece is $29.99. And then our three-piece grinder is $24. So our biggest competitors, biggest competitors, you actually said them earlier. Um, and we respect the, the crap out of them because he is innovating too. Like 100%. They are doing something different. 
Um, but something that we really, 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 really want to do is we have quality, quality, quality material. And we always keep that money in that person's pocket. The economy right now, what their average person is going through, they're not buying that $90 hash. I know a lot of my friends that trap, a lot of my friends that are in the industry. They're saying, man, my, a lot of my friends are, you know, buying the, the cheaper stuff right now. You know, the higher end stuff is not selling as good as the, the lower end stuff. Because why? Because the economy, dude. Dude, look at, look, look at the glass industry in a whole. People were buying $60,000, $80,000, $40,000, $20,000 rigs, you name it. Yeah. That is rare these days. Yeah, 40, even $40 the, pipes. Yeah. Even <laughs> the guys I know who were buying that then are not doing that now. Not like they were. It's, it just shows you when the economy suffers and like, like you said, you drop one of those rigs, bro, I'm heartbroken. Yeah. I still can, to this day, can remember certain rigs that we've broke or have been broken by people that I'm like, God, if I just. I wish I still had that one. And that was, and you never, I never recoup on those rigs. Nah. You hope that your friend who breaks your rig is someone who's got some money. Yeah, so you can yeah. be like, Hey bro, uh, you know, but that's rare. Nah, yeah. That tastes phenomenal. By the way, what did you yeah. roll up? Yeah, you want to try it too? I'm good right now. What'd you, what'd you roll? That's up? the sure banger. Five. OG. Soon as you hit it, you can taste that one immediately. What, what is it? Eight with Rainbow Bells 3.0? Yeah, 3.0. Yeah, that was the one I smelled that I was like, damn, this it's the it's like, great. Well, yeah. if you want to roll it, something up, it literally tastes as soon as you smoke it. Try this. So, this is something different. Uh, they, who did this? This is a junk, junk food, food brand. Yeah. Where are they based out of? So it's DC, based out of DC, man. bro. Oh, dude, shout out to the shout out to them, man. We I'm smoking. This is this is phenomenal, dude. You did a great job. Uh, this is tasting yeah. like it smells, burning proper. I mean, so my homie is a certified electrician. You know, the best people in the trade are tradesmen. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, whether totally it's construction, agree. electrician, if you can do HVAC, yeah. um, plumbing, those are all the you people you it. need. And uh, low key, like, that's what he wants to do. He wants to build out, like, gross for people and also do his own shit. Great job, brother. He puts Fire. a lot of time in, in, in his, into his weed. He's like, I feel like a lot of the weed, like his, like, junk and, and, and Josh, it's like, and then our boy Swank in uh, in uh, in Vegas, like yeah, right. they put like this time and effort into it, and they're like more, they're smaller batch, but it's not even. I think if they were a big batch, they would find people to manage the other <laughs> ones just as rudely as they do because these guys are so they're like that. Like man, like Josh, man, he puts like this. We met him at at at, at Hall, of Flowers. Hall of Flowers, and we see him. We we see him months, months, months later. Same exact momentum, same exact thrive, same exact he's like passion stopping. for it, you know. And he, and I don't feel like he's cutting any corners. Like when we we're in there, and he's like, "Nah, dude, I stand about one thing: like quality, mm. no chemicals." And like every room, he was like, "Nah, we'll never do that." He's like, "It's about the quality." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Because I couldn't, you know, <laughs> save twenty percent on a grinder if I made out of zinc. No, yeah, no, nah, not even, dude, eighty percent. If I injection, because a zinc alloy, you can injection mold. Okay. These are CNC'd on a machine yep. every single time. This is Her, a full piece of metal that they yep. break Solid. down into each yep. pieces yep. versus something that's see it. So melted and then up, injected. You'll see the markings. So like on, the on the rainbow one, you can see the most. You can see those oh, little, yeah. those are the, that's a CNC markings. So that you, we do not injection mode because you can't injection mode aerospace aluminum. You would have to get to like ridiculous. I love the care that you have for your products. Very few people, um, not to say in this space, in just in life, sure, don't think through this. This is like 
you know, I, I'm not going to, but Apple level think through, right? How is the user going to use this? What is the offshoots off this? What are the, the fails before me? What, how can I improve on this? Sure. And then where are we going from there? That's a lot of forethought. Yeah. It's a lot of before you even start to make this, like where, where's our lane in this? I love that you're caring about the consumer experience and not just selling a product and making a profit. No, 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 no. We want to be, um, deep, 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 deep roots, um, in, in the cannabis, um, accessory industry. Like we could get into Delta, you know, we could get into selling mushrooms right now. We can get into selling raw cones. Like we know all those dudes, we could sell Dr. Dabbers on the side, but it's like, Hey man, like we're good at one thing, which is being really great personal guys to work with, um, and making the most innovative products and being extremely honest about it. Like, that's what I've always told all these guys. Like he runs my support and it's like, when people are saying, Hey, um, you know, what do you want us to say about your product? Or it's like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to just send it to you. Use it. Yeah. You know, and if you don't, like, if you don't take dabs. Give it to somebody. It's a cool feat. Oh, the Top storage screws yeah. off. Yeah. Like three I to didn't four even grams. Realize that yeah. the storage. I that. was like, how is he opening the top? I watched him do it. I'm like, what? That are you one doing? has storage, and that one you can also Dude. use as like an ashtray. So that's an ashtray one. Uh, and then three I was wondering about this. Very. Smart. Each of them have a kind of their own unique yeah. utility. Like the three pieces for like the simplest. They don't want their key With thing the stolen by like a nice little and only two colors in that, which is the gunmetal and black, and then the other the four. And then in the, that, we have that. And we're coming out with a 75 millimeter too. So like a big yeah. boy. Because Josh was like, dude, I need a 75. So I was like, I got you. And, and I know these, what, you know what the next too. step is. The next step is the people who do my the hash holes, they have the large one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah. This- so that's what I was saying. We're industrial is next, man. I'm they telling would you. love to. Yeah. I literally was watching them the other day, and it's the same with the no-till kings when we did their uh grow tour. They showed off a huge grinder and they're like, This is the only one in the it really fucks my head up. Sure. That there could be metal getting in my oh, in, yeah. in product. So I have- a lot of people who buy a twenty dollar because grinder's a grinder. I'm sure it's you guys have, uh, I don't know. I, I know everybody. I actually don't want anybody on there to be able to see, um, but I would only want you guys to see it anyway, too. Um, it's like a prototype I made pretty recently. Can I, you I'll explain say, a little. It's basically an automatic turner. It turns yeah. the grinder for you because yeah. my grandma wow. and a lot of people, even when, if I was to give my mom this and yeah. stuff some weed in here, yeah. she would probably have a hard time exactly. because- not to say just females, but when you get older, you do Anybody, you, yeah. you get a I lot have, of, it just doesn't, you don't have the strength in these joints. Yeah. Nope. No. Wow. So like the, a lot of people too, we've met a lot of people without hands, military, um, armed forces. Um, and then in the medical aspect of the thing that you were just talking about that, imagine that big thing you're talking about, but when you go down, it does it in a very, because the thing is this, people are like, we want to do a pound in one second. I'm like, Calm down. Okay. <laughs> what if we can do like a half a pound in five minutes and you have a great quality product at the end? It's like, but how can I do a, a pound? Get two machines, you know, and you have a better quality product. You, you won't need, you know, a, a room more of people. It's not going to cost you more in labor. It's going to cost you more machines. And I think that's okay because it's the quality aspect of what you're getting at the end. If you, as I say, if you can be like, a, you roll sell pre-rolls and you can say, hey, test my pre-roll compared to the next dude's pre-roll. And I guarantee you my THC is higher 
Guarantee my terpenes are higher. Guarantee my flower is not destroyed. And I guarantee the humidity, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And people just start caring and start thinking, yo, I'm buying all these pre-rolls. Whoa, wait a minute. You know, what? where is this? Is this the bottom of the bag stuff? Is this the bottom of the barrel stuff? Because that's like the everybody thinks. Everybody thinks it's, it's, the, sh- it's the shake. That's where pre-rolls come from. And I always tell people, no, it's not that much shake out there. It's really, they grind it, bro. They grind tons of nugs, maybe, you know, smalls or, you know, sometimes they don't care what they're grinding because the thing turns it into dust. So they'll just throw it in there. But it's not just shake. You know, I think if it was shake, it'd probably be a better quality of product. To tell you the honest truth. It's a lot of little stems. I've emptied out some pre-rolls before and holy shit. That's what I'm saying. It's like, that's the, the same problem in that market. It's the same problem it's with like the all dabs. People get a bad experience yep. and they're like, I'm good. Like, yep. like right now, if you offer me a pre-roll or something, I, I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm straight. That's yeah. why there's a market Unless for Unless it was a rolls. reputable hash hole or a donut or something like that. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Pre-roll, you. it's, you're taking the shit, you know, like you said, smalls, a lot of smalls getting used. Yep. At a best. lot of, <laughs> yeah, and a lot, a lot of stuff that, uh couldn't even get sold in a flower package sure. so it's like why would i want that it is bottom of the barrel shit for the most part for most of the market the pre-rolls are you know We're especially some of these pre-rolls too that you see are coated with uh keef and all this yeah, other shit it's, why do you think it needs that it's uh <laughs> anyone who's really smoking good weed why would you I don't need all that. Yeah, it's not necessary. You know, now, and this guy, he just fucked my head up for good. (laughs) Now, that's the stuff you're seeing. Now, more of that. What they're grinding that with, because they're doing such a large amount with those like crazy ass pre rolls you're saying, they're huge using those grinders that have smoking metal shavings, dude. Or it's a weed whacker. The newest one has literally weed whacker teeth and it spins around fast, this plastic and it spins around. Yeah, I mean, you got to be. So think about what's not being tested for. That's why you 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 buy cheap and you get cheap. Yeah. You got to spend on quality. And the only thing you can ever say with quality is, well, it was expensive. Or <laughs> you're you're not don't buy, you don't want to buy quality, then botch it up with some cheap shit. Or that's you're getting crazy. A lot, of, thousand a lot of the time, that's what's happening. Yeah, thousand getting- dollar ounces, like you say. And then people are putting it in a, I won't name the grinders, grinder. but yeah, or even a $50 grinder because sure. they're not. And you don't know, like I've seen so many people, you know, where the color is just, is colored off, right? And you're like, oh, that got smoked now. I was just thinking, yeah, wear and tear, it got worn, but you're like worn into wear, yeah. worn right into your weed. Yeah. And then you're you're not taking into consideration how your weed's actually getting ground up. Mm-hmm. Some people will just like, oh, I like this grinder because of the way my, well, why? And you're like, oh, because it fluffs it up. It keeps the terpenes rich. It doesn't. I love how you're I think it's brand aspect. Brand, I think for me, before I had my own grinder, yeah. I was very brand loyal, yes. grinded grinder. So that's what was for me. People would be like, "Oh, what are you up?" Like, "Oh, I'm all okay. you know." I was Cali Crusher all life for like I had years, I, man, 20, 20 plus <laughs> minimum, and I know all these dudes, you know. So, um, but I was, you know, and one guy, my other homies, would be like, "Oh, I'm all this about me." It was more of like that. It was like you know, it's like you're a roar guy or you're this bong kind of guy, you know. So. And and now I think it should just be about it should be about function too. You know, it should be about function. It should always be about function. It shouldn't just be about brand. These aren't clothings. We're not Louis. We're not selling Louis Vuitton here. We're using these are consumable items with. Then you got to use a, a product to, to consume that with. 
So it's like if you had really bad inhaler with really bad inhaler parts inside of it, then it's like everybody's like it has asthma should be dying. Like why? I mean, they look nice and they're branded really tight and they had to come in a sick packaging, but we put in this tumbler and like, and then like the, the gases get out. So there's pretty much, actually there's no inhalation when it gets to you, but it looks tight. Like <laughs> what was the point of all that, man? You, you're killing people. That's right. But it looks tight. You know what I mean? Like yep. we, I, I'm not cannabis. I mean, I'm not tobacco. I am not alcohol. I want my cannabis, my, my contribution to cannabis because I don't do what the art you guys do. You know, I, my contribution to it, I want to have that respect in it and, and knowing, Hey, I, I owe this to that person that goes on my website. Like he does support and nobody does support better than him. I used to work at Chick-fil-A prior to doing this and it's my pleasure. You don't lose people at Chick-fil-A over sandwiches or anything like that. We don't lose people over broken glass or torches. We know people are in rough times. We have a whole category of glasses that have like, like the logo might be smudged, so like we won't quality. sell it. Okay, I won't charge a dollar for it, but we have it there, like maybe a couple hundred pieces that we, we've never sold. And then people are like, hey, man, it's been, I've had this glass for like a year and a half. I just lost my job. And we're like, say less. Well, you pay for shipping. You have $7. It's like, cool. We'll send you this glass, bro. And then we end up sending like, you know, a battery for free, some stickers, you know. Been there, dude. You know, been there, done that. Maybe it wasn't for weed. Maybe it was like for food, you know, or for um, something like that. But we know we're we're hu- we're we're humans first. Then we're a brand. Um, we we pay our bills, and then you know we'll, we'll profit. We'll get. We'll be the 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 doctor dabber one day. We'll be the the um, the seven ten labs one day. You know, and if, if I don't, my, my son will, or whoever's running it after me will. Um, you know, that's what that's what all I care about. It's not about me. I'm. I pay my bills. I got plenty of weed. I'm married to a beautiful woman that I love to death. Um, a beautiful uh, child. I love my parents. It's like, yo, it's like I'm living the life that I would have murdered for 20 years ago. Literally, people are like, yo, the house of your dreams. You can l- work in cannabis, smoke weed every day, <laughs> travel to all these places, to go talk to some sick people and smoke cannabis and talk about it. Um, yeah, man, that's what you're going to do. And be like, yo, who... Who's who? Do I, who am I killing to get that job? That that, that sounds like not a reality. What, what what kind of weird stuff do I have to do to, for this job? And now we're doing it. And I'm like, yo, I'm so lucky to to do what I do, to do what we what we all do, to be around each other and and do this, um, not hiding it too. I love it. I think it's a blessing that people of this business are creating within the business and improving products that we all use day to day. Yeah. I love that. I think we need more of that. You know, it's, it's what Pac and I talk a lot about behind the scenes is things we use every day. And then, wow, why doesn't this, or why isn't sure. this like, it's like, oh well, yeah, that was made uh 95 years ago yep. for tobacco Yeah, or that jar. It's like, even with you have your, I see you have patents. Sure. Yeah. I'd, I'd love some advice on that just for Absolutely. the audience, but that alone, you had to get your tobacco patent or your tobacco no. products patent. You didn't have to, but Not originally when, oh, yeah, sure. when we were trying to do jars, right? If you were doing a jar or a grinder or even papers, it was like, oh yeah, tobacco products. That's well, where that's, your patent's in. Even, even my my curtain, in the, like so 13 years ago when we first went for our first patent, they wanted to put us into mm-hmm. the tobacco aspect of it, but- we found ways to go into the electronics aspect of it, you Smart. know, so, so we didn't want to go. I always, 
I was very against being tobacco. I got, I was free of t- smoking. So I went that route. Um, and for now 13 years of having, we have 14 utility patents. So it's the utility. It's how it functions. It's not just how it looks. So all the products out on the table are utility patented. Um, and then we have plenty of other ones that we've never even released. Um, so we've been, <laughs> we've, we've been, you know, you know, stolen from, uh, I would say hundreds of times, I would say in 2021, we almost had to close doors because the, the fakes got so bad. Um, and this is the aspect of the patent thing you're talking about is, um, I put, instead of making all this money myself and just being like, yeah, I'm gonna get a rollie, I'm gonna get me some gold teeth. I don't know, dude, I don't know, something, you know, I was like, no, I'm gonna keep reinventing keeping these mold fees and fucking putting this shit in my pants, protect my art. You know, the time, the effort that me and my team put into this, going out there and, and, and making something brand new or, or making something that much better. Okay. Um, in my own way to make sure I'm not stepping on anybody's feet. That's the most expensive thing that I do. The most expensive thing that I do. And then to defend it, I learned that it was impossible because the guys that, that just to, because I have to take all these steps to get to the, to the, to the product. And then all he does, the guy that makes all that money, he just goes, ah, I'll put my logo on this, please. And then what about all this money, prototype, mold fees, patent fees, traveling, making it over again, almost being ready to release and then bringing it all back. And then, oh my God, what happened to all that? Nothing. He, none, of, none, none of that is invested. So you don't have the money to fight him. Uh, we've now found lawyers that do that. We found it in China first. So we found the people who are making it in China, the fake ones. Uh, we won those lawsuits. Um, that was a lot of money. Um, and then we found we're not going after shops. We we just we know a lot of mom and pop shops just don't even know who we are. We're going after distros that bought from us, and then they put our logo on it. They put they because we have trademarks, copyrights, um, and they and it says rig and one on it. It says rig and one on it. It says cookies. Or backwoods rigging one or Rick and Morty or something like that, and we actually we were in California. <laughs> we we went down to downtown LA, and we were uh, just talking about that. Yeah, so I was hoping you'd it, tell this. And, and we went down down there, and we got um, you know some distros that had bought, and and you know we've told them. I'm like, oh, I have a these you know these fixer, and they're like, oh yeah, man, that must suck. Like we would never do that to you guys. Like we're here for you, man. Like we're part of the team. We believe in you guys. And we're like, oh man, for sure, homie. And then, like, we go up in there, and we're like, hey, yeah, we're from the East Coast, and we want to open up a wholesale account, we want to buy some products, and I'm like, cool, come into our warehouse. And I'm like, oh, look at these. Can you get a lot of these? They're like, yeah, as many as you want, homie. Like, we'll get you a bunch. I'm like, cool, let me get one, and I just need a receipt, just a sample. And they're like, got you. I'm like, cool. We're like, we're like seven, seven fakes in. We're like, next one, boom, another fake. Next one, boom. The biggest one out here, people that we've worked with and buy our products, and we see them, and we break bread together and it's out here it's like man you probably affected me the most because you're huge out here you're one of the biggest out here that means you affected me a lot and it's like not just me my other distros like tubes distribution we visited them out here they're from california tubes distribution shout out to them they're super honest dudes um they're from cali they work hard and a bunch of families support them. So like, even when people steal from that, those guys that are selling the real ones, they're, they're getting affected by it. everybody. There's a whole, whole chain line of people that get affected by it. 100%. It's not just me 
You know, it's not just my family. It's his. It's it's everybody. You All know, the people who support us too. Hundred percent. So we we want people. And I told my lawyers too. We don't want this to be like a. We don't want to keep doing this for like twenty, thirty years or something. We want to do the five biggest ones that are doing it the worst. They're hurting us the most. And just make sure that other people know, hey, if you're going to copy somebody, don't do it here. Don't do it to us. You know, do it, do it somewhere else. Um, take it, take it somewhere else. Do it to somebody else. It's just, just don't do it to us. We want to continue to write our own music, paint our own stuff without having all this worry about, hey, you know, like every day I wait, I'm like, when is someone going to copy my grinder? But um, like that brand that you're talking about, we found fakes of those there for like $25. But you know, the biggest problem is, you know why they faked his and not mine? Price point. Yeah. Homie's price point is up. My three piece is 24s. His is 79.99. I learned that with this. Again, every, every time you fall, you learn something. This joint was my biggest fall. It hurts. Oh, if I talk, I'll like literally cry. <laughs> this joint hurt me so much. This product, I, I almost fucking hate it. It made me so much money, but I lost so much money from it. I had friends that I thought were like my friends that were stealing from me behind my back, you know, like this, oh, it's, I love it, but it, I hate it, you know? And I learned that with the, with the grinder, every, I could have made this $60. I could have made the five piece $80. I could have made the five, uh, the four piece $80 and made the five piece a hundred dollars. And I was like, nah, and everybody's like, dude, you're crazy. Nah, just, with wood finish $24 out the door. When I tell that it shows are like, Oh, that's a good distribution price. I'm like, no, no, no. That's my website price. That's retail. They're like, what? And I'm like, airspace, test the, test the te- material. We'll show you. You te- do your own testing on it. I'm not going to pay for it. You do your own <laughs> testing on it. What would be your advice to a brand then? C- trying to get into a space where that's the market, right? It's like, it's that volatile. Where like you are going to get copied or they're going to be on you and try to copy you like that and steal your patent. Don't. Don't, don't stop. There's no, there's no, there's, there's no nothing. Just like, there's no anything that's, that I could say really, because even again, unless you have, you're just that dude that with that kind of money, like can you, you can just compete because sometimes you just meet the, the guy that has that kind of money too. That's it's rare like, though. Be, I guess constantly innovate. Is yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that, that, I, I can't motto. to try to stay ahead of it. Cause it's like, you know, as you continually have hits. They're going to copy that hit. Yeah. And it's, I guess it's the same thing in music and all, and, and it's the same thing in weed, right? Yeah. A flavor hits, then everyone's got a version of Cherry, it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> not to, but that's how I know Z- Blue, Zushi isn't Skittles Cushman. Sure. It's in my opinion, it's a ZBX two or ZBX three because I've seen so many KMZs or Skittles Cushman's and I'm like, oh, that doesn't remind me of Blue Zushi. Or Zushi. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting, but yeah. it's when a flavor profile or a name hits or a style or a product, but like, there's always people that are interested in doing their offshoot version of but it. Could you, like, I don't know enough about growing, but do you think you could patent a recipe or formula of growing? So that's what I'm saying, like, to make a Zushi. Like, the reason why I think a lot of people yeah. do that is, like, do the science and figure out how to patent your Zushi. And then you can be like, okay, this guy's son is Zushi. Be like, I tested your weed, your son, my recipe, dude. You, you know, you can't do that. You know what I would look to? I would say when Anheuser-Busch or whoever grows the hops mm-hmm. for them, I bet there's some type of patent on what type of hops go into what percentage. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then 100% cannabis will be the next thing. It's funny that these are the inputs. This is the method. 
here's the strains that I grow with it. Cause at first they wanted, they were talking about trademarking strains, but then all it is is a fight for everyone to just, yeah, I'm the one who created OG Kush. I'm the first one like that. that that's just, it's just horrible yeah. how that would go. Mm-hmm. But it's very interesting because you're saying, yeah, utility, right? Of like yeah. how you make it, how it's used. Not just the look. And the end product yeah. with the name attached. Yeah, you're probably right. That could yeah. be trademarked or that will be patented in the future. I would hope so. Even for glass artists, I think American glass artists should be going out of their way to patent their work too. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot of time. A lot of glass artists always say, oh man, these guys were China's copying me. And then like these dishers are selling your stuff. I'm like, patent it, bro. It, uh, design patents are the cheapest ones on the market. If you, if it's your look that you're caring about the most, just it's design. a quick, maybe $2,000, dude. You know, that you might be able to write your own design patent. Design patents are not that hard, but they're pretty easy to beat. But if the look ultimately is what you care about, that's not, that's not going to be too hard to, 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 to change, you know, just kind of like your, you guys' logos, you know, people, if people change it, they wouldn't want that logo. That's what people care about is how that logo looks on that shirt and on that hat, you know? So it's not about, oh, but I changed the R a little bit. Man, I don't care about that logo. <laughs> logo sucks. You know, they want that logo. That opens up a lot of ideas. That's very interesting because it makes me think, okay, you're pack gods and you have five strains out of your signature line mm-hmm. with branding. You would almost want to patent or trademark, whichever one is applicable, that line of strains through your brand so that no one can then say, no, I'm pack gods. And then these are my other strains. Sure. It's almost like a backdoor to blocking any fuckery. It's, yeah. It applies to a lot of things. I, th- I think it's going to be very interesting over the next... 50 years with cannabis because yeah. even after legalization and then it becomes federal then the trademarks can start to kick in and people can start to figure Care. things out especially yeah. with even products right because mm-hmm. you'll be able to then trademark this under cannabis use yeah and that's what i'm very eager to do that's why i've been asking my lawyer like every day i'm like yo when can we start doing these things like all under cannabis not under like just like, electronics or like general use or like we have to then do sometimes into numerous categories to get numerous protections, you know, um, if we were just in cannabis and that's all I want to be in, you know, let's just be in cannabis, you know, and the United States government owns numerous patents on, on cannabis in cannabis, like about cannabis. It's not like in some electronics or hemp, you know, patent, it's a cannabis patent. So, um, like on RSO and and stuff like that. So it's like, why can't I have a a patent on cannabis? You know, I think especially in my state where recreational now is legal, medical now is legal. And like even importing, I have to import, importing my products, a grinder. Dude, this is a huge federal crime for me. (laughs) Uh, no, but I'm just kidding. Like, but paraphernalia in general, um, bringing in, but because of the state that we live in, um, because of the, the, the ways that we bring our products in the correct way, um, allows us to do that. Um, but like before, as an immigrant that I used to be, and I used to only have a green card for a long time because my mom works at the embassy in Brazil. Um, but now that I'm a citizen, um, I don't have a lot of the same worries and we change a lot of, by the way, that we import because of that. Because before I could, me and my entire family could be sent home for importing uh, you know, things that are considered paraphernalia back to Brazil, like in a heartbeat. So, but I'm a, you know, full citizen now. And then um, we don't take any kind of like, we don't, we don't live in any, any gray areas anymore or anything we do. I always say we make bank deposits. We're a 
we pay taxes. We're a regular company. We're not like in, you know, we're not a, a gifting place. Like in, I mean, there's a lot of gifting and trading things that happen in DC and Maryland. And we'd go to those and people were like, so how, like, do you, what do you get with this? I'm like, Oh, like a receipt. Like <laughs> you pay me this and then you leave with it. And then you, and then take it home have and a great use it day. Again. And they're like, yeah, but what do I get with it? Not a receipt. <laughs> I have some Q-tips if you need some of that. And I got some butane you can fill it up with, you know, no free weed with, with, with the, the products that we sell. Um, because that's just, I've never, I would love to do what you guys do, but I just don't have, I have the passion of smoking it. Um, I don't have the passion and to, you know, finding new ways to grow it um, or like even growing it or, or even like I even tried to like, get involved in and be like, oh, we can sell it and getting into dispensaries or like, I have no passion for that. Zero. You know, I have, I hustle products, you know, I'd rather hustle big lighters at the end of the day. It's that hardware, something about <laughs> hustling a piece of metal to me. Just, I don't know. I just, that's my passion, you know? So oh, I think we need more people like that, that don't just jump into the weed because everyone else is doing yeah. it. It's I'm passionate about this, you know, microchasm yeah. of the business. I'm going to dive mm-hmm. into that and explore how I can make it better. Yeah. yeah. Not just exploit it. And go full I, blown I like into that it, part man. of it. Go full blown. Like if you really think about it, like in 10, 10, 15 years, like me, Dr. Dabber, G-Pen, like 20, 30, 40, 50 years, it's like, you'll think about like, yo, like imagine the guys that, made this or imagine the people that made this bump grinder or like imagine the person that made the induction heated dab rig or the people that came out with the the tray that has the the clothes at the top you know something like that and you're like you're like damn what were these guys thinking you know it's like it's, it's not the light bulb but you know what i mean like i think about that stuff all the time like man how did how did someone invent bread like i was i made bread the other day and i told my wife i was like how does someone make bread? How is someone like, I'm going to take this dust, right? I'm going to mix it up and then I'm going to bake it. It's going to be like the sourdough. It's going to be fired. Dude. I'm going to mix it up with some yeast, which is like, like, a, I don't know, not the grain. Yeah, grain. And then it's going to be like this, like who, who did that? Like somebody had to be, you know, thinking of that, like shout out to whoever invented, you know, sourdough bread. But- <laughs> People starving, I'm sure. How they used to put uh, sawdust in bread to elongate how much they could make. Yeah. You know, it's, it was out of necessity. Exactly. I think a lot of great products are made out of necessity. You got paper clips, you got all these crazy inventions when you look around you. I mean, even to the point of like Bic lighter for Mm -hmm. sure has a patent on their own lighter here. That's why you call it a Bic. Um, But yeah, it's, it's so interesting. And I love that you guys got into the innovation aspect of it. Where can people buy your products if they're interested in stash, like the full line, they want to try the grinder. Like what's the best way to to get it stash um so stashproducts.com um ultimately so s-t-a-c-h-e products with an s at the end um so just like mustache i used to have a giant mustache so stashproducts.com um is going to be the best place to do that um you can also check out our instagram at stashproducts.com too we always run like um, promos or we do discounts on there my wife is the one that runs it so she comes up with all these really cool ideas to give people discounts all the time um to get like bundles or get things like that but the website um and then your local head shop Go support your local, local, local head shop. Go support your local head shop. Go ask them if they have our products. If they don't, just tell them to hit us up and get it. You know, save yourself some shipping. Um, I think that's going to be, they're the Marines of our industry, man. And right now, the head shops are getting destroyed. Um, so go support your local head shops. And if they don't care your products, just, just tell them to pick it up and uh, we'll hook them up. If you're down in Florida, you can check out Cresco. 
Sunnyside. Yeah, Cresco. We do. Cresco is one of our biggest, like, I guess, um, dispensary, um, like Sunnyside locations in um, down in Florida. Um, they're they're in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, they're in a lot of locations. New Jersey. Um, that's Ohio. probably our biggest like dispensary. They're they're over. I mean, we're in thousands of locations, but I think that in one brand itself, that's the, our biggest, our biggest one that we're in. Definitely, if you're looking side. for our grinder, yeah, you guys gonna, should try to work with them too. Yeah, I was going to say too, man, we should do a first smoke code. So anyone listening to this, uh, yeah, that wants to try a grinder or wants to order a product for immediately, sure. it makes sense to like, yo, here's a small discount Absolutely. or here's yeah. first smoke, you know, and uh, and be able to because you definitely got to try the grinders based on the fact that everything else probably in your stash is leaving some type of residue, whether it's metal or paint. Uh, there's very few grinders that are actually CNC'd, you yeah. know, out of it. It's expensive. It's a, it's a, I know Santa Cruz shredders. I know they're actually made here um, and they are CNC'd as well. Um, and again, they're, they paved the way for people like us to be here. They've been doing this for a very, very long time. And, you know, and I'm grateful that they, they did it um, for us and open the doors for people like us to do that. So. But they make their stuff off, you know, one at a time, CNC stuff too. I love that. I love the care aspect, especially with the cost of what you're putting into the weed. Like the whole thing is this chase of the best weed available, right? Or the best product yep. available to you. And then to not think about the other steps that you're taking to disrupt that. It's, uh, it's awesome. It's, yeah. good, it's really cool, man. That's, and it's cool how we all met. We met organically. Yeah. And absolutely. then over the last like year and a half almost, or, because we met even before we saw you in Vegas. Uh, we've been able to kind of build this relationship. It's been a long time coming to get you guys on the show. Yeah. And we have, we run your products. Everyone sees it on a lot of podcasts. You'll see the grinders on the table. We've been using them. Uh, we're a fan of this, man. We're a fan Thank of you, your guys' brand. And it's awesome to be able to sit down and hear you following your passion, which is product development. Yeah. Thank you. And it's not just my best friend, Reza. Um, he's been here. He went to high school with me. He does all the packaging that we have. I mean, the packaging is the most fire packaging that we have. Um, all my logos, like this is the old school Stussy kind of play on that S back in the days. Um, like I was a skater my entire life. Like I love Stussy. Uh, my wife, you know, I don't pay her a dime. We share a paycheck, but you know, she does my website. She does everything. Adam's my support does everything with me. Willing to be here with me at any time. We're going to be crazy week coming up so it's not the products i always tell people it's i would say at the end of the day it's the smallest part of what stash is it's about the support the customer support um the you know the, the salesmanship um and everything that, that goes behind just the product it's a very small team but we bring it we bring it to the table and we work really really hard really hard but and we we appreciate you guys um giving us this platform too um to be able to come out here and um, we've, you know, we've sat for hours driving, um, listening to your podcast and, and, and learned, um, from other people being on here. Um, you know, because now that I'm a father having that thing, Hey, put, you know, go out and be that gajillionaire or spend more time with my family. You know, I actually learned that on your podcast with somebody that was battling that too. And it kind of helped me make that kind of, you know, that decision in life, you know? So there's, there's a know that you guys aren't just, you know, it's not, you guys aren't just talking about weed. There's a lot of people that do look up to you guys and really appreciate what you guys do out here um, for, for myself, the community and uh, for everybody. I can honestly speak for Pac and myself when I say this, every podcast, we learn a lot. Yeah. 
Every time we get to sit down with someone, it's a blessing because we either learn about them or we learn about ourselves sure. through them. Yeah. A lot of times when guests are speaking, they're speaking about stuff we're either going through or we've been through as well. So uh, it's, it's, it's always a blessing. We get to sit down with people who are chasing their passion and putting everything behind it always. financially, their family, everything. Everybody. Yeah. You have to, if you don't uh, just keep working your job. That's, I think that's that one question you asked me earlier is like, what's that? one thing you can tell me is is that if you're not going to put 110%, just don't because there are people like us that are in this room right now that do put 110% in. And I think that's that's it. If you can do that, then yeah, welcome. Welcome on in. Come on in. You're, you're going to be able to keep up in your race and it'll be a lot of fun. Um, but if not, keep that job. You know, keep that job. <laughs> that's, that's a real, real shit right there. Real. And that should cut deep for anybody who's on the fence. If you're not ready to go all in on yeah. yourself, just just stay on that side. Yeah, keep that. You job. ain't gonna make it out here for yeah. real. Yeah. Um, the Rio's tight. I love it. You guys, uh, you Thank really you. changed the game with that. Um, and everything you guys that. do, man. Your passion for product design and you following your purpose and leaving le- leading a better life and yeah. then helping people around you. Um, it's cool. It's dope to see. And yeah. we always see you guys. You guys are always smiling. You're happy to be <laughs> doing what you're doing, and that's contagious, bro. It's gonna yeah. keep taking you a long, long way. So. You guys keep fighting the good fight. Keep your fire burning light. And yeah. uh, we, we're rooting for you guys for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, keep your stash safe. Upgrade your stash with Stash Products <laughs> at StashProducts.com yes, and at Stash Products no. on Instagram. It'd be a shame if we didn't hit this. You guys hit a dab. Let's do oh, it. Yeah, Let's know, man. We're going to get on off the mic, which is a thing we do yep. after the podcast and before. Okay. And we basically, it's yeah. us meeting and then it's us doing all this type of stuff after smoking, okay, cool. talking, chatting, like a little bit more, uh, you know, I want to be as, like, as coherent as this is possible because <laughs> I, I mean, I, I wanted to really, you know, to, to say what you wanted to say. No, well, you killed it, man. This well, has been a great pod. You can't compare. Yeah. You just can't. That's compare. my problem. You too. just can't compare. It's never going to serve your purpose. And I know. you're here for your own specific reason. Yeah, and everybody's unique in their own right. And everybody's on their own journey. Everybody's journey is different. And just, it's one of my biggest problems. You got to just stay away from yeah. comparison. Cause, uh, regardless you're 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 a contender no and you're no, in the no. game you're in the fight and that's what that's what matters that's what counts you're mm-hmm. in 110 yeah and for some people it takes them 20 years for some people they might get lucky in two don't compare because oh, no, yeah, you sure, know bro. it it uh it ends up it ends up uh just leaving you confused about something that um you'll never understand yeah it takes the glory away from today yeah but i think yeah. It, it was just it's like I said, man, I, I'm I, I'm not lying. When I heard it on your show, it's the again. It was like having forty lights, and you know, and and one in one location, and eating good, having and riding good, having um, balance in life, having that balance, yeah. and that's what's important, man. Yeah. Like it's, I've I had an AMG at one time when the Rio was doing the best at his time before all the copies. I mean, we were killing it, killing it, and I went from being a real broke dude from Brazil that came here. We lived in real shitty car and we lived in it for a long time and that's why there is a difference because everyone's journey is different everyone's struggles are different everyone's ups and downs are different so that's what makes your brand and you unique right that's why uh, yeah, but they I say would, comparison's yeah. the killer i wouldn't change a shit not one night not one empty stomach because that's that's what i know like it's not about the watch because when, when i fucking die that watch will stay here 
and it'll be in some pawn shop and nobody will value it what I what I valued it, you know. But what I leave my son, what someone thinks about me, hey, is this dude honest? Is he kept his word? Did he help people? Was he willing to hold his hand out when he had nothing? That's all I care about at the end of the day. And my products, I just want people to know that I love the 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 joy the people get out of them. It's not the money because if we did it for the money, I used to make a lot more money doing things for other people, you know, and I had no headache. I clocked out at five. This is, this is because I don't clock out anymore. I didn't do this when I, when I, when I had my, when I didn't have my own business. This man is literally one of the most caring people I've ever been around. He, uh, he's the kind of dude, if he sees a dog just on the side of a road, there's no around whatever he has going on in his day, he's stopping. And, that dog is the rest of his day until he finds that owner. Like there's been countless times where I needed this man on you a random that, weekend. Dude, in California that one time. <laughs> was, I think, but it's like, I think God or life. I don't go to church, but I believe in God. I believe in a creator. We, we want to just be a, a much better brand. We, don't, we forget about that real quick. When, when we get that money, when we sit in that car that we've seen in a magazine every day, we're like, damn, this is tight. Hey, fuck the rest of the shit. This is all I care about. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. You know, but then a bunch of fake Rios come and put you on your ass and you're like, damn, I forgot who the fuck I was. So I'm, I hate this shit that happened to me, but I'm, I'm so happy for the fake Rios because I'm, I'm humble today. I'm happy with that. I'm going to be mad successful. We're going to be the best company and brand and I'm going to do it. The right way. The correct way. I'm so sorry. No, you're good, brother. I wanted to be really cool on the show. <laughs> no, you're good. No, man. Is. This is uh this is special for the listeners and the viewers to be able to share this vulnerable moment. Um it's big of you not to try to put the wall up and uh-huh. to just live it out. Just- uh, you're an inspiration for a lot of people and yeah, what you've I'm already sure. done is uh very impressive. And you'll continue to do that. And I can just tell that with the passion and the fight and what you've come from. Um, if you would have come from good means, you no. wouldn't be here right now. No. You'd probably be lost in addiction. Yeah. And, no, yeah. If I was a big, I always tell people, if I was, a, I used to get into fights all the time. I mean, oh my God. They, they almost sent me to a school called Mark Twain or Noise, which is a school for kids that just, that just fight too much. So if I was like, you know, big, I would, man. You know, there's reasons for everything that I am. You know what I mean? Like, there's reasons for that. I'm really good at doing certain things. I'm not a good reader. I don't read well, but I can learn how to CAD. I can learn how to use a CNC machine. I can teach myself how to do things that most people will never be able to do. And I, it took me a long time to realize, hey, I'm not stupid because a principal, I'm a fucking piece of shit principal, fuck you, Durso, told me, hey, you're never going to be a mouth of nothing. You're going to be a piece of shit. You're going to be in jail by 22 because. I didn't know how to react to not being smart. I didn't know how to react to not being able to read because I got, I came here when I was six. I was an Esau. They don't even have Esau anymore. I had to, for the first four years of me being in school, I had to learn how to speak English. My best friend was Korean. We didn't even know how to communicate. I know I'm on, I'm pa. That means mom and dad. I knew that, you know, but for four, five, five years here, no English. No, nothing. My dad worked construction. My mom cleaned houses. And then they got into, you know, doing their respectable, what they say is respectable jobs now. 
but they made more money then, you know, but that's what it was, you know? And when I dropped out of school, that was the biggest, biggest letdown for my parents. You know, they put all that time and effort into me coming here, but now they love what they do. There's best friends for real. They, uh, for a long time, they, they, they were really worried because, you know, I use drugs and, you know, always fighting, being a dummy. But once I turned that, like you said, that addiction into, yo, I'm going to put 110% to everything I fucking do. And if I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. Why don't you just sell Delta, Rod? You can make a rack of money selling Delta. Go sell cocaine, dog. <laughs> Fuck that noise, dog. I want to do what I love, passionate about. If you haven't, the Jim Carrey, he had a beautiful thing, bro. Beautiful. Jim Carrey's dad, you know, it was a beautiful thing, but do what you love. And if you do that, and if you do a hundred and fucking 10%, I promise you, you'll be happy and you'll make money. You'll be successful. And if you're not being successful right now, it's because you're not, you're not doing that. That's the exact thing right there. Okay. It's not about creating things. It's about doing that to be. Just do that. Just be honest and try really, really hard and work really, really hard. Just like Josh here, right? Camera guy. You know, at one point, he probably wasn't as good as, as he is at what he does right today. But now he's, he's, a, he's a true G. I'm sure like your first, first podcast is not as a masterpiece as it is today. So, you know, people see the Rio today. And, you know, when we first came out with the Rio, people were like, wow, you guys came out of nowhere. You guys are killing it. First product, I'm like, nah, dude, I've had four failures before this. To me, they weren't failures. They were killer fucking products, but nobody noticed them. You know, the Rio is what people got noticed me now. You know, it's like, where'd you come from? I've been emailing you for four years, homie. I've been knocking on that door. You know, you love my products. I've I've loved your products and I'm more than willing to do whatever it is to prove that and show you and work with you, whatever, have no ego. I put that aside years ago. You know, I'm, I'm about success and for the brand, for myself and for my team in the correct way. No ego involved. So, you know, that's, that's for little, for, for little men or for little people, you know, because well, I guess women can have big egos too. <laughs> I think all great brands that create great products go through what you, you're, you going through, right? We talk about Nike. We sat down with young LB from Runts. You've seen Sixth yeah. Street. It's madness. It's literally half the disgusting. Fake, it's it's all over the industry. It, it just means you hit a grand slam. Yeah. You have a great product that sure. a, a bunch of other companies didn't think of, and now they want a piece of it. Sure. It's a tough way to look at it, but it's the only way to look at it. Because now I start to think like, wow, yeah, I have seen a bunch of ripoffs. Yeah. Like the more you mentioned it, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I have been there and I did see that. Okay. Yeah. yeah that yeah. is your product. Cause I can tell, cause the mouthpieces are crazy. Yeah, and that's why we changed the mouthpieces <laughs> of that. The glass was the most noticeable thing and it was an ease. So here we have, these are so right now we were sold out of them because we came out. We only have a little bit amount of them. The glass is so hard to make it before it was a, you know, like you said, it was the, the mouthpiece. It was a weld here and a weld here. Now it's all one piece. It's very hard to make. So in my manufacturing career, I've learned that the cheaper it is for you to make it, the easier it is for you to make it, the faster they're going to copy it, the easier it's going to copy it. The mold fees are cheap. You just made it that much easier for them, homie. So like make it intricate, have numerous parts to it, 
this is a $15,000 mold fee right here. And that's cheap. That's because China, if that was made in America, that'd be a $80,000, mold fees. So, you know, if this was made here, this would be, you know, $200 product, $120 product, something of that nature. But we, again, we try to make this here and we, we do make certain ones here other than the torch because nobody makes the torches in America. But we have American made glass, we have American made mm -hmm. quartz, we have American made uh, bases, all of it, but it's a dramatic, dramatic price difference, dramatic. It speaks so highly to you, not even being originally from America, being so um, pro American built, yeah. patriotic. Well, yeah. we can't. Well, when my parents came here, like a lot of Brazilians were friends, or a lot of Brazilians are friends with a lot of Brazilians. A lot of Latinos are friends with a lot of Latinos. And when I first moved here, my mom said we we didn't come here to just build another little Brazil here. We came here because we love the American lifestyle. We love the American culture. We love the American dream. Literally, my mom embedded that in me. Okay. And I think I don't have a single Brazilian friend. And that's not a bad thing. Nor is like, I didn't never try that. And now it's something I went out. But all my friends are just, you know, just regular American of all races, shapes and sizes. It's just something that my mom, you know, was like speak English. We, uh, we do speak Portuguese at home and my son will speak Portuguese too. Um, you know, just because he's going to be bilingual. But it was something my my mom definitely taught is like we love we love america you know if we want we love brazil we stay in brazil <laughs> the weather is nicer yeah <laughs> it is i promise you but it's not we came here for for that reason it's like yeah man absolutely and i've i've i think american made things are amazing they're just um it's expensive you know i think people forget about that american person buying it still you know man it's really hard it's expensive and I think behind that really overpriced product is an overpaid CEO or owner that does a lot of nothing. We, we just want to be different on that aspect, man. I think that's just not cool. You know, that's just not what we want to be about. If we ever change that, you know, slap me, you know, make sure I know. I got you. Damn, yeah. He, you see how quick <laughs> I got you, dog. <laughs> that's what, dude, that's, that's what a number one, that's what he's there for. Something that came to mind when you were spot, uh, speaking on keeping it intricate, keeping it yeah. yours, right? So it's yeah. it's unattainable for, or at least Hard. harder to attain yeah. is uh, something Pack always brings up, and that's do what's difficult. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's come up in a lot of conversations we've had in the last two, three weeks, um, but it just came to my mind. And now, again, where it's like, yeah, now you're making it out of one piece, because guess what? It's going to be harder to copy yep. now. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. It's been, and, and that's that's key. It's If it's easy for you to do, why is it going to be not easy for the next day? I mean, they say that in Shark Tank. They go, do you have a patent? What stops me from doing this? You're not my homie. Who, what, what, we're in business. This is not an emotional connection. I can kind of sometimes understand. That's why I said I don't go after shops that copy our stuff or people that ultimately have absolutely made no clue. But people that know you bought it from me. You know me. I've even told you about the problem. I pleaded about the problem with you. And you're like, oh, yeah, that sucks, bro. That sucks. And then you're the one stealing from me, dog. You're the one going in the jar every time taking cookies out of my jar, dog. It was nobody else. It was you. You're the you're the cookie monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's that's what we want to do, man. That's just straight up dishonest. You know, they wouldn't I can't go in their in their warehouses and you'd be like, you know what? Go ahead and take all of it, make a bunch of money and good looks. You know? You know, they're like, no, I'm gonna call the police on you. I'm like, oh, okay, well, okay, cool. That's just the same thing, you know. And we 
couldn't do that for a long time, but um, we're going to do it in the right way. Mm-hmm. I think too. We've pleaded. I mean, I've literally, you can ask him, I've pleaded, pleaded with people, please, man, stop doing this. Like, come on. Like, please, what do you, what do you need to do? Oh, I'm sorry, bro. Like everybody's doing it now. I was like, oh, so everybody's a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. Sounds good. I know the kind of person you are now. You're on the list, you know, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler style. <laughs> <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. Uh, yeah, <laughs> straight up, man. Because there's a few that are like, uh, oh, damn, I didn't know about this. Immediately stop. They, yeah. Yo, mm-hmm. oh, my bad. Oh, damn, you guys have a bunch of product. Let's work with you. Immediately. Tight. And most people are like that. Okay. But there are other ones that just aren't in the industry, don't smoke, don't care about the, the, the they're the biggest somehow mm-hmm. they have, you know, they're just these traders, you know, they'll get into anything, you know, if, 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 if fleece sweaters are the new cool thing, they're into that. And now they're how you're selling, you sell sweaters, you sell, yeah, I got bongs, I got airplanes, I got anything you need, dog. It's like, that's not, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. Maybe that's not where I want to buy my things. You know? it's, it's sad to say, but that is why some people get in those positions is because they have zero emotional attachment to their customer base yeah. or their supplier. So they make cutthroat decisions yeah. that I've are not them. the best decisions that a, yeah. a business that actually cares for their customer yeah. would make. And and they put out product and cut corners. And that's that's when you hear about lawsuits. And that's yeah. when you hear about poisoning people and all it's kinds in every of industry. Yeah, like yeah. dank carts you were talking about earlier. Scammers. Like, yeah. I mean, you know how many scam pages we get hit up? Oh, it's oh, it's in every industry. It doesn't matter what you're in. You're going to deal with unethical and immoral people. And they're going to get to what you think you want to get to quicker. Yeah. But the reality is where they're at empty. Yeah. And where you can go is fulfillment, yeah, yeah. you know, and true purpose through passion. And uh, the fact that you deal with out the Rio, it's just a sign that um, you're on the right path, but God has bigger plans for you. Yeah, yeah. So keep going. I appreciate that, man. I really do. I really do. And um, I think I believe, I, again, I don't think I believe that as well. So, I mean, again, this is the new one you guys just saw, right? So you guys are actually looking at me now. I don't know. You guys probably even noticed. This is a, a prototype too. So this is a, a new this will be my new Rio that after we sell all um, out of these. So this one has the oh, lanyard yeah. here. Yeah, this is the craziest part. This has the lanyard here. So ultimately, I can put this on any banger. This is only attached to this. And then let's say like I wanted to do a collab with you guys. This base has no capabilities of doing that. It just has that logo there. So we're prototyping it still. But this is a chip here. I can take it out. It's just kind of hard. See? easier with the glass. Your compartmentalization and how things build upon is yeah. so so dope. So then I can put like um you know um, first smoke of the day there, and then it doesn't have to be that small. It can be that's just the insert. It can actually be more of a that, or it can go down and then go into the inlay here too. Dab tool, carb cap holder, um whatever. At the end of the day, you know what I mean. So we want because a lot of people, are, oh, can I put my logo on it? Oh, can I put? And I'm like. I, want the, I like these with my logo on it too. Like, let's figure out a way to get that to done to people, but not in a gigantic way. Like this little chip for me to make this 3D printed or, um, oh, I think I made one. It reminds me a little bit of a gibbets uh, from a, <laughs> like croc. a croc. I love that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I made one. I was like, it was, a, it was like a little joke before I came um, just to like mess around with it. Um, I just wanted to see, I had just gotten this prototype because you know, like you're saying, always innovative, innovative, innovating. So I'm working on, you know, what's going to be 
I want to make the most like Amazon basics. I want the Rio basics. I want the most like affordable one. It doesn't need to come with a ba- bag. Like, cause some people are like, well, can I get one without a bag? So we've written all this stuff down. We're like, okay, what are people like? So some people times. don't want a bag. Okay. Some people just have the glass and just want this. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So let them just pick how the Rio they want. So we'll always have our regular, regular Jordan, like black and white Jordan. And then we'll come out with our, you know, limited, limited runs. And that's what the, the, like this, we'll never have this color again. And then the, the following one, we'll, we'll keep doing that. But we'll always have our Rio basic, which is just the black base um, or another, you know, similar silicone base that you can change out like that. It's like Nike ID. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Nike Where you like build on and then yeah. you're like, I want this here and I want that brand and I want this color and very cool, man. Very one of cool. my favorite brands is the Jordan brand, like not Nike itself, but like Jordan, how they did it and how they do it. And. Man, you see that movie Air? Oh, yeah, beautiful great, movie. Great, great movie. Great, great movie. Great this one's movie. super cool too because the whole thing's silicone, so there's no longer a need oh, yeah. for a, and no more of that. A buffer between the the products to hold it tight. Keeps getting better and better, man. Stay Just on trying, your path man. and keep doing what yeah. you're doing, bro. Trying. You're uh, you're connected for this to the source for sure, and you'll keep you'll keep doing. I definitely have another one of those over there that's got batteries in it. If you want to try it out. No, it's cool. I'm, we're going to get into it on off the mic. I want to check yep. this out, but this is very cool, man. I love your product development. There's very few people we've been have the pleasure to sit down with that are focused on this aspect of the industry is, yeah. is making it better from the inside out. Yeah, for sure. Very cool. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Nah, nah. Again, as, you guys as got as any the- shout outs? Um, again, uh, just, you know, my, my, my wife, uh, you know, for keeping the website tied down and, uh, my best friend Reza, um, uh, you know, making all these beautiful packages, man, always. And, Every single uh, one. Dr. Dabber always being kind to us and, uh, always, you know, you know, showing love to us and, um, all of our supporters, man, every single one, everybody's been, always had our backs for everybody that's been there for us, um, as day one, even like our friend P from dynasty down in DC. Um, came down here with us just to be able to, you know, come and hang out and meet people. Um, who's always been there in our corner, always been, um, you know, um, there for us, believed in our products before anybody did when, 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 when we were just the first 500 products. So, um, and then, you know, Adam and then, um, everybody that, um, everybody just supports us. We, we love you guys and, uh, and appreciate you guys and shout out to you guys again, man. Again, thank you guys course, again man. for having us. Shout out to uh, Brazil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Big man. fan base for sure. And I'm yeah. sure a lot more people will be connecting with you after this episode. Oh yeah, for sure, so, man. Brazil's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a growing market. We're, we've been, you know, looking into the stuff that's happening there, but it's just because the, the government there, man, and the, the politics are completely messed up. Like right now, I don't know. It's just a horrible place right now, man. Um, but yeah, um, I love Brazil. Um, and yeah, to look up our <laughs> products, I would love for our products to be in, in, in the country that I'm from, but it's, it's really hard to get them there. Um, but if you just order from our website, it's not, but you know, get them into shops there. It's, it's been, we've heard it's a little harder. So, um, but if you have ways, get us in there. Yeah. Reach out to stash with a CH. Stashproducts.com at stash products on Instagram. Yep. And, uh, We'll jump on off the mic, man. This has been an awesome episode. We really appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys, man. You already know what it is. First smoke of the day. We're out. Hey, hey. Oh, shit. I lost the link. Oh, it's right here. (laughs) If you like this episode, watch more. Click right here. Right here.